Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-optional Podcast. And holy crap, we are so sorry for the delay on the live stream. <laughs> Nothing could have possibly gone more wrong than did today. Yeah. Oh. oh, you can't what prepare can you for do? that. I mean, not much. You know, we we <laughs> have a sound and tech check about half an hour before the show. It's become abundantly clear that is not enough <laughs> because everything breaks. We are down a host. Dodger is in Florida, which we knew about. We got Mathis in, but he never got the message, apparently, and he's not at his house. So he's not here. We had no idea where he is and couldn't contact him. Dan comes in. His camera goes insane. <laughs> it was fine. It was your fault. It was one little flicker. You were like, oh, that's slightly flickering. I was like, oh, I'll try and fix it. Left, came back, and I was like, it's like as jesse was saying you went full observer on us like it's like this is where our mind is being hacked that's the way it goes and then your windows updated and broke everything and oh my god but now we're None here of that matters no it does of not that matters though, but, um, because let me tell you what's happening right now tv you've been missing this because you were setting up the show uh-huh <laughs> while we've been while we've, fuck while we've been doing this I've been playing Civilization VI. Now, I explained to you the importance of the fact that I'm playing America versus mm -hmm. Rome versus Sumeria versus Brazil, whatever. For some reason, Brazil has half the planet. Yep. Here's the crazy thing. In order to defeat Brazil, I've mobilized the greatest army this game has ever seen. <laughs> I have created... I All I want are great generals. I'm trying to get great generals. The last six turns, I've gotten three great writers. Why do I need writers? <laughs> I freaking... Well, you got to write about your great victories. Yeah? What, what use I is a victory if you can't write about it? But I cannot, because you need to have places to store their great writings, <laughs> which I have none of. No I shells. Just have, I just have guys sitting around my capital. Freaking Murasaki and Chaucer and Kuyan are just chilling out. Having a good time. <laughs> what is the purpose of you? Where are my great generals? I'm trying to wage war and spread my new religion, American exceptionalism, around the world, and it's not working. Fuck! You've spent too much money on military, not enough on damn libraries. You should have just built a bookshelf. Build a shelf! I That's don't all you need! <laughs> You're making excuses. Make, you haven't invented IKEA yet. That's your problem. Ugh. I didn't make an American Shelf. theocracy for nothing. Yes. I have armies and armies of warriors, holy warriors, ready to go destroy Brazil. And they're all back trying to figure out what the hell these guys are writing because no one knows. I can't. <laughs> they can't read. The old, the old can, nation is illiterate. I can read. I need illiterate hordes to <laughs> kill Brazil. I, I need meat. I need meat. It's Send 1020 it AD. I don't have a damn shelf. But I have about a thousand guys in the army ready to go fight. I have to ship them overseas to declare this this great holy war. And these motherfuckers are like, uh, we wrote a book. You want to know that? I don't care. I don't care about your books, Chaucer. Oh, all right. I got to shut this down. Fuck Chaucer in particular, by the way. Just saying. I had to read the goddamn Chaucer bullshit during... A levels. Oh, you you can't. It's not real English. You literally made shit up. Literally, <laughs> those words aren't real. That's what, they, that's what they did back then. I know there was no standardization. It was horrible. Ah. I had to read Empire of the Sun, and it was brilliant. Could Steven Spielberg have made a very good movie version that covers pretty much everything I needed to pass the exam? Thank you, Steven Spielberg. A Fair star enough. in English. Good for you. 
I'm glad he didn't have to read fucking Chaucer. That's all I can say. Uh, welcome to the Corruption Podcast. We occasionally talk about video games and medieval era poetry before standardized English was the thing. But hey, there you go. Poetry. Yeah, just a little bit, just a wee bit coming to the show, talking about the games we've been playing this week. Uh, we'll probably mention a little bit about Gamescom announcements and all that kind of good stuff and the fact that there are too many fucking video games, especially this week. Oh, good God. It's a Tuesday in its insanity. There is so much good stuff coming what out came today. Out this week? So what? much. Everything? The whole well, world yeah. of video games? That? Hold that's on, one thing. Uh-huh. You oh, might want to. Oh, no, let's be clear. There's only one thing that's important. Today, Warriors All-Stars comes out. That After we're done, I'm just going to play that shit. I'm so excited. The least important thing on the list. The, the least. most important. No. Oh, Lubu, next to like a little Asian girl from a thing I've never seen, next to like <laughs> some guy from... Ninja Warriors. I don't know what the hell. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah, I, I'll i tell you, you know, there's one thing I'm excited about to have a look at is a hey, 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 new Yakuza. Yes. Or more accurately, old Yakuza. It's a remake of the first one, I think, from PS2. Oh, I didn't know they were doing that. Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna bring them all over. Then and then they're gonna do, I think it's Yakuza. It's either five or six is being out in Japan. Either it's, I don't know if it is or not. Japan loves the Yakuza games. The West is only just getting around to believing that a sort the of... The last op- one I played was Zero, so they've definitely played a few since I played. Well, yeah, well, Zero, it, it's, that was the PS4 one, but there's been, there was way more before that because they went back and it's prequel shit. And there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. And Japan loves them, and the West is just getting around saying, hey, this is actually fun. Like, all the mini games are great. There's the bowling mini game. There's the Hostess Club mini game. And Get the Outrun. Yeah, you could do that. The the mushroom dealer. Oh shit. It's fun of good good oh, stuff. Shit. Sonic Mini is out on PC today. Yeah, wow. along with Yay. a lovely bit of Denovu DRM. If you uh, didn't want that, uh, they threw that Ooh. on it. Yeah, if you're wanting offline only play, you can't have it. You're gonna have to wait probably a couple of days for them to crack it, so they take it away. Uh, you, <laughs> you know, here's one with Denovu that I have. Outside of you know, I don't it doesn't really affect me, the offline-only thing, because my internet connection is reliable, but I understand other people it's not, and obviously they want to be portable with it. The problem is, it literally leaves you rooting for the pirates, because when the pirates crack it, they take it off the game, and that benefits everybody. And that is creating a really stupid culture where, like, I'm rooting for the pirates? No, I'm not supposed to be rooting for the pirates. You're making me like piracy. What are you doing, you fucking yeah. idiots? I was on the piracy is making you better. Airbnb one, thank you very much. Jack Sparrow sold me. Mm-hmm. Is there an internet Jack Sparrow? Who is that guy? How do we meet him? Because I would love to hang out with that dude. Mm. I bet he's great. Who would be the internet Jack Sparrow? That's it's somebody who you don't quite know if he's a genius or absolutely insane. Right, mm. thousand political jokes just came into my mind. I've decided to leave off them for the time being. You may, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> oh dear, I don't even know at this point. It's yeah. We should talk a bit about Sonic Mania, though. Uh, has anyone other than me actually played it? Yeah, played it, finished it. Yeah, so many what times. You, what do you reckon? What do you reckon? Love it. Absolutely love it. That's Second best Sonic so game of all time. Second best. Which one do you think's the best? Second best. Sonic Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm going to go with this is the best sort of game. Um, here's my, justfi- my justification for that is that uh, Marble Garden, the mm-hmm. third zone, is bullshit and not fun. Uh, also, 
three oh, special. That's a great level. Because no, you have things doing stuff and it starts horrible. to crush you and it's terrifying. It's the worst. You get things you go, Hydro City was fucking like the Hydro City. They managed to make a water level that was fun, which is really hard to do in Sonic. Um, that and Angel Island is fucking awesome, and you know the Lava Zone is great. Snow Zone, oh god, the music on the Snow Zone, ah, great. It's really really good, especially if you know throw Sonic and Knuckles on top of that. But no, I I think the this game just so far, and I haven't beaten it yet doesn't have a filler level like every level is good every oh it has it has one does it which one's that? possibly t- it, the i don't like the sonic cd levels but i've never oh, liked okay. sonic cd very much um and i never got hugely into it i'll admit uh i have played it but i'm like mm, there's it's a bit different but it's, it's all right yeah it kind of they have they have the one sonic one level because the jump between sonic one and two is quite substantial in quality and look i mean there's a lot of sonic yeah, one levels yeah, that are quite similar yeah. sonic cd for me a lot of their levels were pretty much just palette swaps and they feel like they're just pallets off because it came between one and two. I okay. always thought it was later, but when you see it, it's between one and two. Right. And the levels they got in this are just kind of, they just don't look very nice. And like the, the thing that, the real thing that put them down is that the levels that they've made, uh, Studiopolis and the Desert One and the last level. Studiopolis is very, very good. They're all so good. The best levels are their own ones. Mm-hmm. So if they have more of their own stuff in there, which is I hope what they do next, then. It would just be fantastic, but these Sonic CD levels, especially considering they're kind of in the back bit, they do slow it down as you get near the end. Right? Yeah, I haven't got to that point yet. I, I will say that the people that have said, "Oh well, of course the game's good," most of the levels already existed. They're not the same. No, right. they're really not, and that's the best thing about it. What they've done with Chemical Plant is incredible. The number of additional routes, the additional size of Chemical Plant, blows my fucking mind. It's yeah. It, 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 bear in mind, I'm the guy that really hates complex navigation because I'm shit at it, right? Sonic has this unique way of making complex levels that you still manage to get to the end somehow, even if you go the wrong way all the time. Like, yeah. it somehow has a way of getting you back on the right path. Yeah, um, if, you, if you're running and a springboard bounces you back in the other way, like nine times out of ten, that means you go the way the springboard sent Yeah, uh, follow the rings, usually a good way, follow the enemies, good way. And it's like, you know, six or seven different paths that are still going to take you the right place gives you replayability. And it means that, oh, I feel like I've made a decision, but I haven't got lost. And I'm mm-hmm. still enjoying it. And you're rewarded for being able to do really cool jumps by getting different routes that are maybe easier and have less water bullshit, you know? That's like... um. Hydro City in 3 is totally like that. If you're good, you barely have to touch the water. If mm. you're good. If you're not, you're going to be dealing with water bullshit a lot. Go right, right at the start. Hold down right. Mm-hmm. Oh, a, yeah. yeah. When I actually learned that, that was amazing to avoid that initial stuff. <laughs> uh, it's it, it's, a, it's a platformer that me as a person that doesn't like platformers likes. You know, like, yeah. it, I think it helps that you're basically invincible, um, unless obviously you have no rings. Yeah, so, until you get to one of the weird bosses where you're like, oh, I hate everything about this. Well, a goddamn yeah. spider. God, uh, that was annoying. There's there's some really cool stuff they've done with the bosses, I'll admit. Yeah, I love... I, see, the thing is, it, the only thing that pulls it back in my mind is how they handled the special stages, not the Chaos Emerald ones, the, the blue the ones from three. Yeah, because they're shit. They, that is I, the it, biggest problem with it. So so that was they're never sh- fun. One, they're shit and they are supposed to be bigger kind of things. But those little things were supposed to be, you go in them and you get a couple more rings or an item and they're supposed to be a little quick play to pick me up. Those other levels go on for quite they a long time. They drag on for ages. Um, so it's, it, it changes the pace of how you go through those. And that's what kind of puts it 
down yeah. one for me. Yeah, the, this because there's the bonus stage and the special stage, right? There's the one where you get 50 rings and you hit a checkpoint and you jump into the stars, and that's how you get Chaos Emeralds, yeah? Um, yep. And those are the blue sphere stages, the, or as I like to call them, the whoop, 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 whoop stages. Oh my God, that sound. Fuck off with that. The, that was terrible. Um, and then there's... And then there's the racing one where you've got to get up to, like, Mark Three. That's fun. That's kind of a new interpretation of what was in Sonic 2, which yeah. was good. I liked Sonic 2's... That's, um, that Sonic CD had the jumping and hitting the UFOs. Yes. That's yeah. from Sonic CD, yeah. Even Sonic 1, uh, the kind of pinball-like uh, special stage, I thought was pretty cool, too. But yeah. literally, the Sonic 3 special stage is, in my opinion, the worst one they ever made. And putting that in as the standard for Mania was the biggest mistake that but game it's, made. It's the worst one because it's a it's a break... It, it works as a, if you play a condensed, because if you have Sonic and Knuckles and you plug Sonic 1 in, you could play infinite of them or how many were they actually put on the thing. There was yeah. loads of them. And that was always fun because then you're actually just playing that as their game and mm -hmm. trying to progress and not lose lives. And that was actually fun. But when it breaks it up, I just think it's too long of a gap between the platforming action. But in this, it doesn't give you, they don't give you the chaos of this. They just give you medals. Right. I mean, you can you get, get, it. You, I'm, you get the chaos getting... from the UFO one. Oh, okay. That's where you get them from. Right. Okay. Yeah. You, from these ones, you just get medals, and the medals just unlock little extras and things. So therefore, ah, when you're that, done then. with the game, right, well, if you okay. get all of them, I got all of them. I've been through and I've got all of them. I've finished the game a few times now. All if right. you do all of them, you unlock Blue Sphere mode, which lets you play through the Blue Sphere things. I was like, great. Why would you But ever? the most frustrating, because I, I like it. I think it's a good mode. The most frustrating thing ever is in Blue Sphere mode, they've added new spheres that are brilliant and make the game a lot more fun. And if and it was it in like the game to begin with, that would have been a much more fun mode, right? Yeah, there's like ah. green ones that you have to hit twice. You hit once and they turn blue and then you have to hit them again. Yeah. So if it's a whole thing of green, you have to do it all and then do a thing around it. So yes. again, it would have slowed the game down but, even more. Yeah, yeah. I, it's more puzzly. With all that said though, and going back to what you're talking about, the spider boss, boss-wise, this game has some of the coolest, most fun boss designs and boss battles. Yeah. Don't spoil what's at the end of Chemical Plant. I want oh, everyone I, to be no, surprised no, no. by I that. I would it's never cool. do that. But yeah. I will say the, the Studiopolis uh, Act 2, that boss literally is like the forecaster on the screen tells yeah. you what's coming next. So yeah, it's, it's like, so cool. Yeah, it's so forecast. It's great. It's That's super fun. Because let's yep. be honest, a lot of the Sonic games had a very mixed selection of bosses. Sonic 3, where they had the shitty It's Not Robotnik bosses, were fucking bullshit. Oh, well, that's when you played with uh, Snuckles. Snuckles went against Not Robotnik, and Sonic went against... No, Sonic still... Um, it, It's the mini... You remember at the start oh, of yeah, Angel Island? Oh, like, yeah, Act 1 bosses, yeah, you yeah, get the yeah, mini ones. They were like the ones that weren't really cool, creative, uh, Robotnik uh, stuff. But Sonic 3 does have the best one. Which it is? has the best, the best boss, the last boss in the Sonic Three, which is Eggman with his grabby claws. Because you think you've beaten the game when he can't, when he, you destroy the big dustbin one, yeah. and then the, it all gets dark, and the music makes it's the best sound, uh, the best music in Sonic as well. And it's like, mm. and then he drops down the back like a fucking jump scare from Robotnik, and he's got these claws, and you're like, what the hell is that? Slightly annoying. The American version runs faster, so that means it's like, da, 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 da. yeah. So it does, it's not as good. Mm. We British, we British got the somber version. And well, yeah, because we, we were stuck with that good old 50 hertz rather than the 60 hertz yeah. shit. So all yeah. our music was slowed down, which is why when I hear American versions, I'm like, this sounds, why Weird. is it so happy? Yeah. Yeah, Sonic it's... was a really depressing game. <laughs> no, it's Sonic liked chili dogs and happiness. That's mm. what Sonic was. Yeah. It liked blowing up robots with animals in. For so Why were there animals in the robots? That just well, sounds that's like the whole point, right? Yeah. It takes them captive. 
That's why yeah, he's evil. Like was evil. Yeah. Yeah, but like, guy. why in like just put them in a big pit, kill them. Like they're ducks. Who cares? No. Like, <laughs> Look, he puts them in a thing and they're always getting freed. If you can, but the thing is, if Sonic genuinely cared, you'd have to try and kill, like, break all of them in the level. Mm -hmm. Which no one's ever actually they did that in the Sonic the Isometric 3D run, which was terrible. So yes. the uh, only time you ever have to do it. What did they call that one? The Sonic. What was Flickies that? One? Island. It was just Sonic oh, 3D Flickies or Sonic yeah, 3D Sonic Flickies Flickies Island. Island. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah, that was not my, good. The reason I know so much stuff is my book is filled with Sonic, and it's just the amount of Sonic-based research I've been doing. I'm sick of that bloody yeah. blue hedgehog right now. Yeah, it's just so much. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I like Sonic Mania a lot. It's, it's definitely like a hey, this is right back to where we go. Uh, were and it's bizarre to me that it took them this long to figure out that that's actually what a lot of people wanted. Yeah, don't let I, Sonic Team make the game. Yeah, let somebody who likes Sonic make the game. Yeah, you know, let let like the creator okay it. As I, I was watching, I think it was a. Either was a Did You Know gaming episode on Sonic Mania and the creation or some other documentary thing. And it was about, you know, what the creator sort of approved. And he came up with Mania. And it's like, I expect him to be kind of hostile. You know, Japanese devs, usually, they have a bit of a reputation of outsiders coming in, especially from the West, and telling them how to make their games. They don't like that. Uh, I don't think any studio really likes that, but the Japanese in particular don't like it. And... This this guy like yeah he he let him do what they wanted to do and if you know if Sonic Team wants to go make weird shit that nobody likes then <laughs> they can uh, it's just I'd much rather play this so yeah. this is way and better just, but the, yeah the thing with their levels that they made were the best levels they are so for good, me that good. that should be the green light of all right, to do another just one do it. Do right your own. Do your own now. Yes. No yeah. reason. Yeah. You've clearly proved you can, so make your own. There's no way they're not coming up with some kind of sequel to this, right? Like, this has got to have made they a profit, surely. Yeah. I, I'm assuming so. It's got, it's like the one of the highest Sonic games of all time, highest rated, like, ever. Yeah. And, I mean, it's 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 been a top digital seller on Switch for the last couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, it's and nice and cheap as well. So if people... 20 bucks is right price. You got for it. Yeah, the yeah. amount of raving that people got from it, they go, oh, actually, let's start to go for that thing. Yeah, it's not, it's like, it's not a difficult purchase. Yeah. Like it. Cool, yeah. So, hey, welcome back. Blue Hedgehog welcome thing. Welcome back, Sonic. Yeah. I've missed you so much! I don't know if yeah. I have. I think it's got to suck being part of a fandom and being constantly disappointed for 20 fucking years. I'm like, well, why don't you just not be part of the fandom then because it seems like being part of a fandom is a net negative to your life you, you're reliant on someone you can't control to make something that you like but yeah. then of course they won't i, I was watching like the benefit of being part of a fandom how is that it a benefit oh because then if it sucks then you can be like you suck yeah, we knew that was gonna you... suck i might not think you're good at <laughs> Suck. That's that's the best part. That's why, why do you think I still like Final Fantasy and Star Wars after all these years? <laughs> you suck. I think uh, Mr. Plink, I was watching Mr. Plinkett's uh, Star Trek uh, 2009 review again last night from Red Letter Media, and he really put that sort of into perspective. Where he's like, look, you know, it's not original Star Trek is still there, it still exists. Yeah. Nothing they can make will change that, and it's still good. So, <laughs> so, so, technically, considering they changed the timeline, they have got rid of next generation details. No, they haven't. There's two. There's multiple timelines. They're still running. They, no, 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 that no. literally was the best way. They didn't wreck on anything. That was the best way to do it, right? 
No, they didn't. They kind of did. They didn't. <laughs> they kind of did. They didn't. That timeline they, still exists. Don't worry. They kept Enterprise. Yes. <laughs> um, no. Oh. <laughs> it's. I don't care what Abrams done to that li- timeline because he wrecked an alternate timeline that doesn't fucking matter. So yeah. Until the next film, when they go and raid the main timeline and ruin everything. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It does not. I watched Alien Covenant. Oof. Why? That there's an idiot plot if I ever seen one. It's like all of you are stupid, and this is the only reason am- any of this is happening. I'm so done with the Alien franchise because every goddamn time it's the same thing where you sit there and you have to watch idiots in space and you're like, you're fucking scientists. They weren't stupid in the first three movies. Even the convicts in three were smarter than you. Yeah. Uh, Like the first two are phenomenal movies. Like on point, really good movies. I like three. I think three is good. Three pushes it for me and then after that it's downhill. But like the new ones, you figure because... They're trying to get more, like, we're trying to build this lore, and we're trying to, like, explain shit. Which really they shouldn't be doing. Why is everyone the fucking universe dumb as shit? (laughs) Everyone's so dumb. I can't, no one thinks like the way these people in these movies think. I can't do it anymore. It's it's comedically stupid. Uh, But I I will say, you know, uh, as a well-shot movie, beautiful, music, great, obviously because they used a lot from the original, so that helps. Brilliantly scored. (laughs) Um, David is excellent. Uh, he's you know absolutely fantastic character and you know outside of the idiocy because there's many other ways they could have had that happen without everyone being colossally stupid hold on it, uh, breathe out here guys we're good no you're not good no why would you ever do that on alien planet you fucking stupid idiot but <laughs> outside of that, it actually connects and makes prometheus better and make and connects everything together in terms of alien origin story well, you've just got to ignore the fact that everybody's a fucking moron, which, to be fair, is the case in a lot of movies. You have to... There's, I want to watch, and there's not enough movies where this happens, hyper-competent people deal with really hyper-competent antagonists, and... Die hard! One. Yeah. Uh, so also, die I kind of <laughs> like why I enjoyed The Martian a lot, too, because mm-hmm. everyone in there was, like, yes, super yes. fucking smart. Everybody's like, smart. Yes. Science this shit. And he was like, oh, fuck, come on, Mars. It was, I was really excited that movie was about smart <laughs> yes. acting smart. Acting I was smart. Like, All right. Arrival was mostly that until the dumb people, but so, mostly yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I like that too. Uh, but it's about suspension of disbelief, isn't it? You know, it's like, it, I, I thankfully can suspend that. And I'm not even going to get into Game of Thrones because fuck this season. But anyway, the. You, if you can suspend the disbelief, everybody's an idiot. Everybody's an idiot. You can still have a good time. Like, and I had a good time with Alien Covenant. Kong, Kong Skull Island's still better. Holy shit. Ooh, oh, anyway. a question. If we go back to Star Trek, what's your thoughts on Star Trek Discovery being TVMA? Hmm, it's an interesting one. Uh, I, I think that means that we're going to get more... Uh, blue boobies. Green boobies. <laughs> I, no, I just I think here's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be okay. more Abrams, less like because Star Trek isn't about sh- like action. action. No, yeah, it's not about that. it. Never. That's Star Wars. That's what Star Wars is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Star Trek was about like we're gonna go and explore shit and like push the boundaries of your thought a little bit and like try to educate some people. Yeah. And well, the whole episodes of just talking, and some of those were the best. Uh, it, I think, uh, Ma. 
Uh, someone made a very valid point in the chat, and I agree with them on this. And actually, in the UK, they gave a BBFC rating of 15, which is actually quite a severe rating, to a few episodes of DS9 when they were brought out on VHS. And the reason for that was just a shit ton of violence is really dark themes. Uh, I think it's TVMA because they're probably going to deal with some pretty, like, political shit, uh, race, probably, you know, because if you look at the stuff that, you know, Star Trek did in the 60s, they dealt with some pretty, you know, they dealt with actual Nazis. They dealt with racism in a really direct way. And uh, they dealt with uh, homophobia in a really direct way. Star Trek's always been political. That's always been the nature of it. I think and they're putting that in now to just cover their asses to be able to do that. I hope. Yeah, looking at, like, Next Generation, the shit they did there was they took it to, they're like, okay, we're gonna have a character who's a fucking robot, and let's explore that. Let's explore humanity. Like, let's explore what, you know, yeah, yeah. what it means to be human. There were, again, one of the best episodes. Um, oh, God. Uh, what? Make... Oh God, fuck it. It's not Kingsman. I like... Yes, the best episode of uh, Star Trek was Manners Maketh Man. I uh, was Measure of a Man. Measure of a Man. Uh, one of the best episodes of Star Trek. Literally nothing but talking across a desk and the trial yeah. of data. Uh, it's like, we believe this is a piece of equipment for the Federation. Like, no, he's human. 45 minutes of arguing about that. Um, Hell, even, even Deep Space Nine, which was like a Deep little Space more was actually, was excellent. about religion and like... The role it religion a, plays on it. It was DS9 very is dark. about terrorism. The Bajorans yes. are terrorists. Yeah. Um, You're on the side of the terrorists in Deep Space Nine. The way the, the Federation, you know, and, uh, Cisco, who I still believe is the most compelling captain as a result because he was the most morally gray of them, literally brought an entire thing into a, a war by manipulating a whole race into getting involved in a war by fucking murdering somebody and faking evidence. Yeah, that was badass shit. I, I want more of that. If that means that that's what Discovery is, great. I actually feel it's probably just going to be the boobies and maybe some swearing. <laughs> and, look, we're HBO. You're not HBO. Stop it. We don't. Yeah, I don't need boobies in Star Trek. I get boobies in all my other yeah, media. Yeah, it's not required. <laughs> oh, I want, oh. yeah, literally everything. I'm, else. I'm bored of it. I'm actually bored of it now. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah, let's hope. How about how about the what's it the Seth MacFarlane's not Star Trek but being made by all the Star Trek people? Can I tell I you something? Know what that is. I would not be first off not excited. Don't really care, but I wouldn't be surprised if it turns out to be better than Discovery. Yeah, that's what I've been. I, it kind of feels like when you get like the the fan game beats the real one. SimCity yeah. and thing in Planet Coaster versus Rocos Tycoon. It feels like mm. the people who love the thing come along. But we've had the first sort of early reviews for what's it's I can't remember what it's called now. The thing. What's Stephen Farmer's new Star Trek thing called? The Orville, isn't it? The Orville, yes, that one. Ah. It's because it looks like a half hour comedy parody based on Star Trek. It's actually an hour long episode and all the jokes are pretty much in the trailer. And they've said basically going, they didn't know how to market this. So they put it as a comedy, but it's actually more of a drama with occasional silly bits. Mm. So it's a character drama based on things. It might actually not be terrible. If it is terrible, I desperately apologize for the hours you waste. Yeah, watching I don't, it. yeah. I, I, based on the trailer, I'm like, eh, all right. If it turns out to be good, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it, it from the beginning. But like, mm. it's one of those things where I don't know that, that Seth MacFarlane is definitely hit or miss all the time. Yeah. So we'll uh, see what yeah. happens. But I would not put it past it if I had to put the two of them side by side. That Orville would probably tackle real, like, Star Trek y shit compared to Discovery, which is like, we've got to be edgy. 
Yeah. I mean, it's it's being produced by Brendan What's His Face, who did Next Generation and DS9 and Voyager. Yes. So it's actually he's he's written over a hundred episodes of them, which include the Next Generation finale. So there's a real which pedigree was a behind good that finale. one as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm genuinely like don't know which one's going to be better. I hope they're yeah. both good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, you can't so. deny that nice. that McFarlane is a nerdy son of a yeah. bitch. Of course he gets Star Trek. I'm that's not my concern. I'm just like, all right, we'll see if it's a good show. Yeah. Knowing how shows get put together and how shows work, you're like, okay, how many hands were in this pot? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, I just yeah. like going back to Plinkett's review for a second. You know, he was very clear that like you can't make for a modern audience in a movie what Star Trek is, which is why they turned into an action film, and that's it's fine as what it is. But with television in the current state that it is, which you know we're in a fucking golden age, we have been for years. This is yep. the perfect time to do long fucking talky shit. You can mm-hmm. absolutely do it, and people will absolutely watch it. Uh, I hope that that's what they've done. You know, I've signed up to their bullshit CBS thing. At least, I mean, I get to watch Colbert on it, so I guess it's worth something. But, <laughs> uh, okay, I'll sign up for another fucking service, and you know I will because Star Trek, but I just hope they don't fuck it up. Anyway, let's move back on to video games. You know, as much as it's fun. I could a video talk- game? Uh, lol. I... Uh, has <laughs> any uh, any of you played Absolver as of yet? No. Man, I I have it. It's on my desktop. I've yet to turn it, like even start it because every time I watch someone play it, I truly fear that I will be unable to like do it. Mm. It seems so complicated to me. I can't. Ra- I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I wish, I um, wish it was easier, but I know that's not the point. Yeah, so here's sort of where I stand on it. I did I streamed it for a couple of hours. Um, I will say it is deliberately obtuse in many ways. Like, they've definitely gone the soulsy route of we're going to tell you minimal and then you're going to figure stuff out for yourself. The main problem I have is a lack of direction. Uh, I think it needs more at the start. Because it's primarily a PvP sort of instance like zone like game where people are coming in and out of your game and they could fight you or they could ally with you or all that kind of thing. And that's the main crux of it. There are some bosses and mini bosses, but they've gone for the whole oh, we're not going to tell you where anything is. Our maps are obtuse as shit. There's no mini map. We're Dark Thorn. No. I, I, I don't like games like that. Um, this game is that, and it's going to attract an audience because of that, and it's also going to drive an audience away because of that. So, the fighting system in and of itself feels pretty fucking good. I It took me about a couple of hours to really start to grasp aspects of it. It's a bit weird that it doesn't have throws in it. You'd think that would be quite logical. Apparently, there's no throwing move or grappling move in the whole game, which is a bit strange. But... Outside of that, it feels uh, a bit like For Honor in the combat system, but more melee focused. There are weapons in the game, but it's not the main focus of it. Mm. But I, I, the problem is, again, I just like, what am I doing? What's my goal? Uh, do I don't really even know if I should set a goal, what that goal should be. The tutorial is very limited. Uh, that's the problem I'm mostly going to have with it, I think. Like, and the, the, One of the, apparently the best guys in the beta tried to leave me around. I'm like, 
that's great, but I've got a chat of like 5,000 people here right now trying to help me. This really good dude trying to help me. People are not going to have that real experience. That's not mm-hmm. going to be, that's not a real experience of what the game is. And I think you're going to find a lot of people do bounce off it as a result. I mean, I can, having played For Honor, I can understand why you would leave out a grab and like toss mechanic. I get that because that shit is not fun. Well, you saw the fucking tournament. It was a joke, you know, tossing people off the side was apparently the most effective way of doing anything. I, I just, I, I like, I get it, but like, I think visually, this game is beautiful. Watching other people play, oh, it's lovely. Super, if they're good, it's like, God damn, that is awesome to look at. I just think that that the flow of combat and learning things, there's a very steep curve for, for an idiot like me. Like, I, I like my game simple, and I like to do simple things. And, um, you know, even Dark Souls, you're literally just rolling and dodging and then strike. Like, it's there's a lot simple. more to this it's than that. It's tough, but it's simple. Yes. And this seems like there's a lot of layers and... Uh, yeah, it seems very much like I want to try it, but I don't want to just get shit on the entire time. <laughs> Which you might. You you definitely might. You can wander into areas where there are clearly enemies that way outclass you. Stats are a factor. It's not all skill by any stretch of the imagination. Gear is a factor, although what I found was really shitty. Like, mar- tiny marginal. There's a lot of tiny marginal shit in that game. And what I really want to learn, of course, was new fighting moves to customize my fighting style. A lot of it is just slow to gain them uh you can gain them by beating enemies if you dodge the move and you got to do a proper dodge not just then like dash back you have a chance of learning a bit of it it but it was just like oh this is grinding bars up you know and i wanted the the story wise there's basically none uh it's mostly goal setting and pvp stuff in this very loose zone based kind of world that is not my thing uh, I think that it will be for a lot of people, especially the the guys that do like the Soulsy stuff. But for me, I have a feeling Absolver is not going to be an enjoyable experience overall, even though I like the fighting. I need a bit more direction, a bit more focus. If I want to play a game like that, go play God Hand on PS2. And that game's quite similar, actually, especially in the way that you build your uh, fighting style and uh, build your custom combos. That game had a fucking awesome story and it was really great and awesome game. This doesn't have one and it's focused on the meta PvP stuff. Mm. I've not played it. Yeah. I'm being the internet comment section there. Just letting you all know. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think like the new user experience probably should not have come out in the state that it has. Because I mean, I had a review guide. Let me check. How large this fucking review guide is. When you have a review guide that is more than a certain number of pages, you know that game does not have an adequate tutorial because you know that they're scared as fuck that reviewers won't get it. Uh, let me see. Like, I I would watch oh the hell out of an Absolver tournament. This... Like, every time I watch people fight, I'm like, this looks great. I just, uh, yeah, I'd rather watch good people play it than me. <laughs> so the review guide is six solid pages that's too many uh, that for a, just to give you an idea most review guides that are given to reviewers and critics etc two to three pages max a six page one means there's a ton of shit in this game that we don't explain properly and we're pretty sure you're not going to understand it that means your tutorial sucks mate and your, your new user experience isn't good uh, it there's, there's nothing wrong with the feel of the game. I like the fighting. 
It's just, it's aimless, and there's so much stuff that's not properly explained or well introduced to you as a new user that the whole thing is like, well, what am I supposed to be doing then? Yeah, I don't know why you don't just have a booklet anymore. If you want to have the kind of your vague kind of soulsy thing, that's fine. But just stick a booklet in explaining how to play the game. So if I can't work something out, I can just look it up in a little booklet in the case. Remember when we used to have booklets in cases in the old days? Manuals. Yeah, but these days you're supposed to have a proper tutorial to teach you that shit. Like manuals are out of date. Like, yeah, but then, but then they get their, they get both their, they get to have their cake and eat it. They can make their vague game so people can jump in and be like, I don't know what's going on. But then if people like actually want to know what's going on, then they can read the thing as well. True, or but didn't like I just say that a six-page review booklet is bad? Because that's what I'm thinking. I do believe that. Like, I think if you've got to explain that much in your pre-release guide, you probably have not made your new user experience good enough. I yeah. Even I Dark Souls is a fucking tutorial, man. Come on. The tale of Absolver, I think, can best be summed up by my friends who have played the game. Uh, it's definitely one of those games where you try it and you either love it or you don't. Like, right here, 1.5 hours, 1.8 hours, 2.4 hours, 2.6 hours, 0.8 hours, 1.1 hours. Then we have, like, a 7.2, all right? And then it jumps to 66.6 hours, 106 <laughs> hours, 72 hours, 85 hours. Yeah. Those so, are like, the people who clearly got it. Yeah, that's the yeah, divide between yeah. the people that didn't get it and the people that definitely did. Absolutely. It's it's super easy to tell that there is no like, that was a good like 12-hour game I played. All right, that's fun. Like, it's either you are in or you are like, oh, you well, are way right, out. There is no fucking middle ground on this one. No, absolutely not. And the problem is like, because there's the move learning and the stats and shit, you can't just go in to fight your friend. Like, because they're going to have better stats than you. I don't know maybe if there's a friendly fight mode that equalizes everything, but the fact that there is that progression makes little sense to me in a fighting game because it's part fighting game and part progression, explore, Dark Souls-y, blah, blah, blah. I don't know <laughs> if... That's the new term for it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I've just Dark made that... Dark Souls-y, blah, blah, blah. It's an official review term. Uh, old media, if you want to pay attention to something. I know you're not very good at that, but if you want to pay attention to something, uh, Dark Souls-y, blah, 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 is the new official term. If you want to put that in your review, feel free. Uh, that's a freebie <laughs> for you right there. Oh, they will. Oh, they will. Probably. See, yeah. when, I played, when I played Dark Souls, or Demon, I think I started with Demon Souls, I can't remember. Yeah, I was like, oh, I don't like do. this. And then I played the next one. I was like, oh, I get a bit of this, but I don't like it. It took me until like three until I was like, oh, I actually know how to play this game now and I can actually progress. Mm -hmm, yeah. And then I'm like, I love it. So I'm like, there's also the slow burn, but you do need to release like five games for me to get to the point where I'm enjoying it. Yeah, this is ultimately, this is a new IP. Uh, so I think you really have to make sure your new user experience is good. That doesn't mean that game has to be easy. You can still be hard. You've just got to teach people properly and you've got to set, if you're going to have a game where people set their own goals, you've got to give them a guideline as to what those goals are supposed to be. Because I, I, I did not get that in the first two hours of Absolver on stream. I'd, I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm learning some stuff. And I'm like, what now though? Yeah. Um, I don't know what my goal. What am I supposed to be doing? It's like, oh, well, there's a boss up there. You should probably fight him. Like, okay, I fought him. Now what? And it's like, well, maybe fight him again. Like, okay, I fought him again. Now, now what? What? But you know, when you kill a boss in Dark Souls, it's because he was blocking your way, and you might get a weapon from him and a clear sense of progress. In this, you don't get that. So, I don't. Mm, yeah, I, I'm a bit worried. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's coming out on a day with a ton of new stuff. It's gonna struggle, I think. Um, which would be a shame because, like I said, artistically, mwah, lovely. Uh, yeah, fighting system, fantastic. great. Super in-depth, feels great, looks great. 
direction. Uh, don't know. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a try. It's been sitting here. I need to. I just, it's one of those things where I'm literally afraid to play it. I'm like, God, I don't want to have a bad experience because it looks great. I don't want to end up hating it. That's all. So there's a lot of games I feel that way with. So I'm real hyped for it. And then I'm like, oh, if this sucks, boy, am I going to be disappointed. So I'll just keep it right mm-hmm. here for a time being. <laughs> Sharding his game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can't be bad if I don't play it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really does kind of feel like maybe the PvE aspect is a tutorial for the PvP stuff. But it's like, yeah, but it doesn't really teach you anything. <laughs> it's not much of a tutorial, I guess. Right. Yeah, hey, uh, so that's that. Um, who, who's got a game before the break they've been playing? What do you want to throw out there? Go I'll throw it. one out. We can talk about it very quickly. Yeah, I've yeah. been replaying Watch Dogs 2. Yeah. I've decided yeah. that it is the greatest superhero game of all time. Ooh, that is an interesting I, opinion. Let's find out I why played it the f- When it first came out, I played it. I played quite a lot of it. And I really liked it. I was like, oh, that's it's surprising. Good. I it's way better the than the first one. one. Way better. It was so much better. And I was, it's been a while. And I was like, I, f- I just fancy playing Watch Dogs 2 again. I had fun yeah, with that. Yeah. So I got on PC. And I've been having, I've been playing it uh, both single player and so I jumped into the co-op uh, with Rebecca. And that was good too. Yeah, it's just the most fun. It's just fun. Everything they went, I'll jump at that, and it's not fun. Every yeah. single step of it is just fun. And I've got to the point now because I played it so much, my mind sort of like clicked into how the game works. I like plan these elaborate one-man heists. With I've got bits just everywhere. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do this, do this, do this. This goes up there. I don't need to. I could run in and like AK everyone yes, down. Yes, you could. Yeah. But I, I don't. I mean, all, I playing. I'm playing a pacifist run as well. But they've cha- they've added. St- I think they've added stuff because I can't remember it when I first played. They do. There are now there are pacifists, sniper rifles, assault yeah. rifles. The assault rifle is stuff. a paintball gun. Yeah, yeah. You can just cover people in paint, and after all, they just get knocked out. Yeah. Which is so great. Uh, it's got sniper rifle. It's got like an air shotgun, so you can run in in this like total passive way and like drop these stun bombs from your drone and get everything just. Which should have been like I think that should have been what the game was from the outset. Like the yeah. giving giving you the um the murder options from the very get go to me was like we can't make an open world game without the ability to just gun people down. And that's a real shame because the game is at its best when you're not doing that shit. Yeah. But it kind of I kind of like playing it as a second playthrough with the pacifist because it is a difficulty, it's a difficulty increase trying to play on pacifist. Yeah. Because it is it much is, yeah. harder to stun people. It's, you yeah. have to get in melee range, or you have to use one of these guns. The pimple gun takes a lot of bullets to take somebody out. So it's a, it's a much, it's it's a, it's a nice second playthrough kind of thing. I mean, because the first the first time you play through it, they don't acknowledge how many people Marcus is murdering along the way. Yes. Which is wise, because he's kind of Nathan Drake in that way. But when you play the second one, it totally fits, because you are playing this straight down the line, we're good people. Uh-huh. It's it, I I just I'm in love with it. The game is <laughs> full of fun stuff. I love the the Uber driver sort of set of missions. It's so good. They all have their own unique, interesting story about them. I just love taking calls. Like yeah, I'm going to drive you. I'm a taxi man now. But every story is funny and hilarious and silly. Like oh, yep. we're, we're, we're hey, we're we're the fake Google. We want you to test our robot driving cars that may go insane during this thing or whatever. There's so much good stuff in there, yeah. and it's brilliant because it's not called Uber. It's called Driver San Francisco. Yes, which I loved which was good too. Yeah. There's there's like the scouting stuff where you got to take phones of certain landmarks and stuff, which makes you learn and explore. And so I know more about that world because I've dug into little things. It doesn't tell you exactly where it is. You have to sort of find it. Certain things are only available at certain times. So it's it's a it's a genuinely superb game. 
Watch Dogs I, 2, I think, is genuinely the best open world game that Ubisoft has ever made. I can't yes, think of a better absolutely. one. It's, you know? It is. But it's, and it's by a long way as well. Yeah. Because I'm now getting to the point where it's just, I mean, I, every time I see a close shop, I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy the clothes. And I'm just, I'm in. I'm like in this game now a thousand percent. And now I start playing the multiplayer, which is just the same, but now there's two of you planning stuff. So we're leveling up differently as well. Yeah. It's, it really is. Like the multiplayer, outside of the whole invasion thing, which is cool. I still like the invasion stuff. The co-op mission stuff is really good as well. Yep. It, and they're randomly generated, so you can play them forever. There's not a set amount. They yeah. give you, there's certain areas that you can do and they vary up what your objectives and stuff is. And there's so many, you just get flung around the map all the time. So I wonder just play how play. well this did, because I'm going to assume, obviously, that the first Watch Dogs really hurt this because of, you know, everyone getting Probably. burned on the hype. They and that would be a real really fucking shame. at all. No, nowhere near as much. Not at all. And it's wildly better. It's so much better. It's, it's, it's just so fun. It's everything you just, like, even, like, you just, you're walking down the street, the amount of conversations and stuff. Because I realized, because I was thinking, I was comparing it to GTA V, like, the city. I was like, this city feels so much more open and alive. Like, the way people interact. Like, there's, like, you'll watch a jogger, and after all, they'll just kind of stop and get a breath, have a look around, and then carry on. Yeah. And like, it's no, they don't need to, do, you don't, that doesn't always happen every time you see a jogger. They just do that sometimes. But I realized it's because GTA V was built for last gen. It's mm. only on this generation because they ported it 17 times. Yes, yeah. So, so it was li very limited. Yeah, this is like a true, it's a true, like, I guess, current gen yeah. open world game with all of the stuff that you can get as a result of that. Yeah, the relentless bells and whistles that come with that. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it, I mean, you can always, like, you can get the police in to arrest somebody, and then as the police are turning up, call a gang attack. Call on a gang in and have a giant officers, fight. Yeah. And they start great. battling, and then just call another gang in, and you just have these massive. Fireball battles, you just sitting on a roof going, Yeah, that's why I remember GDA 2. Like, it, it, when you could have the faction wars in that, that was so yeah. cool about that. And being able to do that in a full on open world game like this is awesome, yeah. yeah. And it, dynamically, you just, it happens good. as well. You yes. can around, you just hit gunfire, you can go and investigate, you can not go investigate. It could be a base that's under attack and there's some money in it or an upgrade, so you go, Oh, that's a good time to attack that. I'll divert over there. It's not like the map is filled with stuff, and it's not like, oh, look at that stuff I gotta do. It's like, I'm like, it's everything from A to B. I'm like, oh, C, D, E, F, G, H, R. And I like sort of curve off and I go in completely different directions. It distract I, really I love uh, any open world game that distracts you from your destination. Yeah, and that's exactly what it does. Going off the beaten path as a result of some cool shit it's done is the best experience in my eyes in any open world game. And that this game does that a lot. From weird stuff to find, I, I, even like the you get the you get the, there's the radio stations, but there's also the songs in your playlist that you mm -hmm. have, mm -hmm. and so you have the but you only get a few, and to get them more, you have to sit in, listen to the radio, or hear like songs around the place, and then go on the song sneak app, and it'll add them to your playlist, and that's just so it's a it's a little thing. You just you get in the car, and it's like new song sneak, and there's like 15 place cars coming at you a thousand miles per hour. You're like, no, quick, I gotta I want do the this song. Yeah, I, mean, I want you know, these four seasons on my phone now. Well, it's like you know, collecting sea shanties in Assassin's Creed Four was one of the, yeah, like, the most the fun things thing. about it. So it's a similar principle. Uh, it yeah. it is good. I, I say, if anyone was put off but from two as a result of well, one, I don't blame you. But seriously, you might like next time it's on sale. Really, give give it a everything look. is better. Like it's also it's one of the only like. Triple A game stories that I've genuinely got invested in for a long time because mm. the characters are smart. Like you have the opening scene where Marcus drops his phone and the, a mysterious stranger picks up and goes, "Oh, there you go, have your phone back." 
And Marcus lobs it into the sea and goes, ah, you're not following me. In any other AAA game, that would have been the final reveal. Oh, we've been tracking you all along with your phone. Marcus is like, nope. Of course, because he's a fucking hacker. Why would he ever fall for that? As as much as obnoxious as some of the characters are, at least you fucking remember them. Yeah, like they're all distinct and beautiful. I, I love all of them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily call them beautiful, but they are beautiful. <laughs> okay, they're beautiful people. But wasn't Aiden so iconic? In his iconic hat. His hat. No. His iconic hat. What color was his iconic hat? Nobody I'm assuming it was dark colored. Yes, he was dark, boring. like the darkness he, in my soul. He was boring and loved to murder. That was his entire personality. And his justification was that one of his relatives had died at some point, so it's okay to be a serial killer now. No one cares that much about a niece to slaughter your way across the city. No, I think I've actually said this on this podcast. Yeah, I know. (laughs) No one gives a fuck about the niece. Niece. No. It's a niece. I wouldn't go out my fucking way to help a niece who's trapped somewhere for like a short while. I'm like, I'll just get a taxi or something. Gives a fuck. I just wouldn't give a shit. So I wouldn't like, oh, niece is dead. That, that's that's not like, a, oh, no, that's like a... Of your niece. It's <laughs> $1 million. No, I'm good. Click. Yeah. So uh, I wouldn't have picked up the call. I was in there going, nah, nah, they got the niece, yeah. We're mentioning about sales, by the way, and the launch sales really lagged behind, but apparently there was a statement put out in February 2017 that stuff really started to pick up because of word of mouth. Like, the word got around that this was way, way better, and Ubisoft's claim that the publisher is now happy with how it, de- how it did. So, yes. Good. 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 More. And that's how Fun, it should be. bright. It's such a bright game as well. Like, yeah. visually, it's clean and it's bright, and it looks as fun as it is to play. It's not like rain and trench coats. Mm. It's like San Francisco and murder. Yeah, it's and, it's, and it's how it should be. You fucked up your first one, you lied to people, so of course people aren't going to buy your sequel and launch. But if you did better and you improved your shit, then yeah, people should eventually come around to that fact, learn about it and say, all right, okay, you did what we asked you. Now we're going to buy, but we're not going to buy your bullshit launch pre-order bullshit bullshit version. That's not going to happen. We're we're not letting, you know, we're not giving you that. I'd like to point out, I have bought pretty much all their merch that they had as pre-order bonuses separately because I love that game so much. It is very good. Like a little wrench statue. Ubisoft, like the collectible figures they make are genuinely beautiful. They're genuinely really nice figures. They're really well detailed and stuff. Anyway, I work for Ubisoft now, don't I? <laughs> sometimes they make good uh, shit, man. Sometimes. sometimes they do. And that's the stuff we should buy and the stuff that oh, isn't uh, we shouldn't. Oh, uh, if you have the Watchdogs, get the, if you want to get Watchdogs too and you can get the PC version, get it because the fog effect that you can turn on is one of the most beautiful visual effects I have ever seen in a video game. It's a very good fog effect. It does fuck your frame rate pretty hard, but it is very, very good. Stunning. It's amazing. Yeah. Until you get to 12 o'clock exactly when it fades away and it just goes, boo! Oh, it's true. just no fog. And I'm like, ah, I should have done that slower. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like down a plug hole. It's like, fog. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Beautiful it's game. It's just the mayor of San Francisco rose out. Yeah. <laughs> fog be gone. Oh, fog. Hey. After all the like visual promises of one, though, like two is definitely like the PC version. After they iron some of the issues out, it's like, yeah, this is good shit. Yeah, I can't run it at max, and that's a beautiful thing. It's the first game when I can't run it at max, but just because it's so nice. Yeah. It's je- it's really pretty. Yeah, I, love it. I, I can love run it at a max of 1440p and it looks... 
I'm, I'm sorry. What was that? I heard uh, some... My computer can't run a webcam TV! <laughs> I, I heard the sound of uh, those weak beta manlet graphics cards in the background there. And it, you don't Ooh. hear the sound of my graphics cards because they're all custom water-cooled and they don't make any noise! Ah! Mine make a shit ton <laughs> <laughs> But I like if I'm playing VR, I'm like I gotta move the microphone quite far away from the computer because that thing looks. It sounds like it's about to take off. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like Shh, right now. How also, do the you... top keeps popping off. God, how how do you have such a shit PC when you have such a big channel? <laughs> it's a good PC. It's just I just burnt through. I make so many fucking videos. I kill them every two years. I'm like I need to get a new PC because this one's suing me. Oh, it's just, dear. it's that level of abuse. It's like, you come home and it's just gone and there's a note like, I'm finally fed up, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've had enough of this shit. I'm going to live <laughs> with my aunt. She treats me right. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't give a shit about you. Oh, uh, God, we're going to go to a break and then we're going to let Jesse get a word in edgeways. We'll be back after the break. Don't go anywhere. You're watching um, NerdCube show now, apparently. We'll see you after the break. Fuck nieces. Oh, my. <laughs> no, not literally. <laughs> God. This is a Game of Thrones thing. I was going to say, you're too much <laughs> into the Game no, of Thrones. No. Stop it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Quartial Podcast. We don't have any damn sliced cheese, and that's bullshit. I just want to point that out. It's true. Who the hell has a sandwich with shredded cheese in it? What kind of idiot would do that? Me is the answer to that, because I don't have any sliced <laughs> cheese. Do not have any block cheese? No. A clumsy Wolverine would also have that. I'd be like, I got some cheese. Whoa! Oh, I guess that's, I guess that's yeah. It's everywhere. Right. Oh, it's in my <laughs> raccoon wounds. Jesse, tell me about your raccoon wounds. Also, what have you been playing this week? <laughs> what? What? Sometimes I make really dumb references, and it's best to ignore them. What have you been playing this week? Uh, okay, yeah. So, right off the bat... um. Just because it came out yesterday, the Destiny 2 uh, beta for PC is out. Um, it's the exact same content that's in the Destiny console beta. So about uh, an hour worth then? You get to play the what I believe is the intro level. Uh, who knows what it's actually in the game, but you get to play like this intro level, and then you get to do a um, dungeon, and then uh, PvP. Like, lots of PvP if you want to do that. Uh I will say that even though it's not new content, God, is it so much more fun to play on PC. Cool it's it just an it's an incredibly like good feeling shooter to play with a mouse and keyboard. And I'm so happy that I don't have to do it on a console now. I can't even begin to it, it express to you how thrilled I am. Um, yeah, but, uh, I think right now the big the big issue is that because Destiny 1 was a console exclusive, there's a bunch of people who played Destiny 1, so in their mind, they're going to get stuff to carry over from 1 to 2 and whatever. They're going to stick to console. I'm like, but what if we all played on PC instead? What and if we had so cross-save, basically? Uh, and there was a yeah. big push yesterday, I think, on some social media platforms for cross-save. Which I think is a great idea. Now, fuck crossplay, obviously that's not gonna ever work. Cross save though, sure. Uh, but I didn't they specifically say that they didn't want people to be able to do that so that the PC crowd would all be starting kind of on the same playing field. I yeah, don't recall. I, 
there there is there's not going to be any sort of crossover at all you're you're either pc or your console mm. um i don't know what that's going to mean for either the pc or the console player base um i think it'll be fine on both I imagine so. I'm more curious to see what what the numbers end up being in the end, though. Uh, but with that said, um, I don't expect to have any problems on the PC version with an audience of players because it's like it's on Battle.net. Like it's straight up on. But uh, even even in order to get into the beta, it was like go to the Destiny page, enter a code, then they give you a code to go to Battle.net. So yes. it's like, oh, all right. Um, yeah, it's. It's one of those games that I think at the end of the day, it was needed on a PC. It was needed on the PC in the first place. Why would you not bring a looter shooter to fucking PC? Are you out of your minds? Yeah, it's uh, it actually has what appears to be a good story or at least one that is um, not designed to be really, really grand, but not actually like delved into. Instead, this time, but it's it actually very has one this time. Yeah, this time there's the overarching story, but it's really at at the end of the day, like the story of hey, you guys lost, and now get the band back together and go murder people, which is a solid okay. good. It's always, always a fun story. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I I think that uh, mechanically, it's it it looks and feels just like Destiny One. Anyone who says like this is an upgrade experience, I don't know that's the case at all. They've just added more to to the actual game, and so uh, yeah, I can get behind it because it's kind of what I wanted for the first one. We'll mm-hmm. see on launch what it actually is. The stuff that exists now is is fun, but it's no you're you're gonna get maybe two hours unless nah. you're super into the um, PvP stuff. Maybe two hours of content in the beta. Yeah. So. And even if it is just like Destiny 1.5 or whatever, because it wasn't on PC in the first place, I don't see how that matters to PC users. Yeah. Yeah, That's actually fine. Being a fun overall experience, I don't give a shit what you want to call it, as long as it's as long as it's better than the first one, and I can play it on PC, which is great. Yes, that really is it. I'll give it a shot. I'm not the world's biggest looter shooter fan. I'm not the world's biggest bullet sponge fan, but Mm. I'll certainly give it a try. I just, I don't want to try it with an hour's worth of content. I'll wait till the actual game comes out and then play around with it there. Did Um, you get a chance to do any PvP at all? What do you reckon? Yeah, uh, so PvP, I'll be real with you. PvP, I think, is is super fun, but my comparison, I cannot give you an accurate one because me trying to shoot in a good competitive way with a controller yeah they're not even on the same level so what i thought was like the worst pvp in the world on console is not the case on pc um so so comparison wise i'm a terrible person to ask about that what i will say is that um there's a lot of people playing like like if you want to get in the beta and play pvp and see what the different uh classes are like and which one works best and, and how they've they've changed uh all the different weapons and stuff like that. That's probably a good place to do it. Um, but yeah, I'm the worst person on the planet to ask about differences right. in PVP. It it's a it feels solid right now. Um, but Bungie's never like they're they're known for making pretty solid PVP in their games. So that's not I don't that's not an issue. Um, I I just I'm not the person to ask. Let me. I okay. sucked sucked at the pvp in destiny one just because i couldn't i couldn't aim for shit i was like I, 
Hold on, let me slowly turn up. Oh, I miss now, or I'm dead. Yeah. Fuck FPS on console. I, I don't even know how people fucking play it. I really don't. It's like, it's trying to control a car, but you're not using your arms. You're using those kind of fly swatter grabber things to do it. And it's like, ah, I'm oversteering. How did this happen? I don't understand. This should work fine. And then you fucking wrap around a tree. It's hopeless. That sounds shit. more fun than a first person shooter on console, though. To be fair, yes, it, yeah. it kind of does. Yep. Fucker. It's it's the dumbest shit. And Halo making people believe that FPS on console was okay was a mistake. That was abundantly clear. Playing playing else this week, Jesse. What you got? Uh, yeah. So I also did uh, uh, a bunch of uncharted lost legacy mm, yes which i mean it's straight up just uncharted except it's chloe and nadine instead of nathan and his brother okay um but with that said i think the interaction between the two is great uh claudia black is always a fantastic voice actress yeah um uh the one thing that i'm thrilled about that exists that i can't even begin to stress how happy i am is on the fourth level and people doubted me. They doubted me. But I read it on the internet, so I knew it must have been true. <laughs> um, on the, In the fourth level, it's a big open area. You can collect coins that eventually unlock a uh, bracelet that your character will start wearing that rings and chimes and glows every time you're near a hidden item. And it's maybe the most life-saving thing I've ever had in my life. I'm like, I don't have to go look for them anymore. So, um it's it's pretty great. That's my one little thing. Other than that, it's straight up just Uncharted. There's not like the story is an Uncharted story. The characters are Uncharted. E the cutscenes are exactly what you would expect. Like it is straight up a DLC that they repackaged and sold as a, a standalone. Okay. But um, which is fine. It's fun. Yeah, if you're into Uncharted games and you like those games, you will love this game. It's as simple as that. There's really nothing else to it. Um, it's it's a ton of fun. All right. Uh, and I would uh, let's let's talk about Observer for a minute. All right, we're going back to Observer. Okay, Observer. Uh, that is a game that I think I expected a like spoilers. By the way, not like uh, plot spoilers, but like decision spoilers. Um, that is a game that through ninety nine percent of the game, you feel like every choice you're making is one that is like, oh my God, this affects something or this changed something or this did something. Or the game is giving you context clues like, oh, well, if I do this, uh, I can't do this. Or if I do this, can't... at the end of the day, nope, nope. It's literally down to a choice at the very end of the game. I can't say I'm massively after, surprised by that. After having looked it up, it's like, I, I wanted it to be more. There's a point in the game where your guy literally says, if I jack into another head, I'm going to die. And so we all thought, oh, okay, well, that means your choice, your end game choice is now involved whether you jack in any more heads. So if you die in there, then that's it. So maybe you'll miss the rest of the game. Nope, nope, that's just a, a red herring that's like, okay. So we skipped a bunch of shit because we didn't want to die a stupid way because um, the game told us we would. And instead, like, went through, I don't know, it, like, it, it it is a phenomenal game that definitely requires more than one replay. But with that said, it still has the problem a lot of games with choice have, which is it's all bullshit choice. In the end, you're down to like one of two things at the very, very end, which 
ah, God, there are so few games that actually make you feel like you're making real changes in the world. And, and when those come along, I want to praise those, but this is not one of them. This is an experience <laughs> game where if you are a person who really wants to have your mind blown and be weirded out, not necessarily frightened or horrified, but just like really unsettled, this is a game you should experience because it's pretty um, interesting. But God, it, it definitely has that problem that all, it's like the telltale syndrome, right? So I don't know. I, I want it. I, I, there's a mystery in this game. There's a lot to it. That, God, try not to spoil stuff. It's difficult. There's a lot to this game that I think you'll never find out on your first playthrough, which I think is super interesting and super cool. And it's a reason to go back. But with that said, you have to prepare, you know, like you have to prepare yourself for, oh, this is a weird experience. Like it's not a good, you're not going to walk out and be like, I'm so glad I played that again. You'd be like, oh God, I'm doing this. Okay. Let's do this thing. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'll say about Observer. Okay. Yeah, I have no intention of touching it. I've heard immersive, you know, bad, bad, bad. Yeah, okay. It's not not my sort of thing. I must admit. Well, and this is yeah, and this is um, uh, someone in chat mentioned layers of fear. These are the same depths. Same so, depths, in layers yes. of fear, choices you made and directions you went affected the end. There, there were three endings, I believe, and they weren't based off of choices you made at the very, very end. It was throughout the entire game, choices you made. Um, even in the DLC, directions you went while exploring your parents' past, that changed the ending. And so going into this, we were like, okay, let's like change some things and do... Possibly it changes some of the information you get. That might be true. There are definitely some moments in the game where like one great example is you are following a white deer. You're following a Patronus basically. And you can either continue to follow it or go the other way. And we followed it because we want to see where that story went. Okay. I don't know what happens when you go the other way. So I think that's worth a second playthrough. But there's hmm. plenty of things here where it's like you have the potential and, and they tell you, like straight up just tell you, like you can't do this or don't do this or do this. And so you want to go against the grain. You want to explore things. They give you passcodes and numbers to things that you have no idea what they're connected to. And so there's so much stuff there. But at the end of the day, at least from what I can tell, there's only two endings, and the two endings are choice made at the very, very end. Okay. And so it's like, well, why, why do that though? So, it's because it's easy, you know. Anything that you, if you have a choice in the middle of your game, then it has to affect every piece of content technically after that. So that means you've got to split, you know, huge amount of development time, and there's always that risk of, well, what if players don't see it? Which, to me, is like that's bullshit. That's cool. It's really cool. You'll get people to play the game again. Or even if you don't, you'll at least get them interested to read more about it. And it's like, oh, there was a totally different thing in there? I've said it time and time and time fucking again. Like One of the best games in the world is Guardian Heroes and Sega Saturn. Uh, they reported the 360. It's got 30 levels. You only ever play maybe between six to eight of them in every run. And that means... Everything's different every time. It's got a huge amount of replayability, eight different endings. Uh, they don't care if you didn't see 90% of the content because they know you're going to go back and do it again. And yeah. that's awesome. I love the feeling of being able to do that. That's the coolest thing about video games because, you know, a book never changes except those choose-your-own-adventures. That's why I like those, the choose-your-own-adventures and the fighting fantasy. It's like, I can read it again. It'll be different. Amazing. That's video games. Yep. It's brilliant. Also, Port Guardian Heroes. 
to something that isn't 360. For fuck's sake, please. Oh, they'll get around to it. That's what this generation is. Just put everything. Good. Good. I, I, I like that. For, you know, I, I, I don't know why people are... Well, I, I get why people are upset about bad remasters and bad ports. I'm not... I don't understand why it's like, oh, you brought a game from a format that isn't backwards compatible and doesn't work properly anymore. That's a terrible use of resource. No, it's not! Because that means that a whole bunch of new people might get to play it. And I can play it at a better frame rate or whatever. That's This is good. Do all yep. the stuff. It's fine. <laughs> yep. Get the old 3D FX games working on PC oh, again. Yeah, no luck. graphics cards run those anymore. I want to play Heads. Do you remember Heads? Do you ever play Heads? HDZ. No, I don't at all remember that. It, but it's okay. a game where you play as a little, I don't know, actually, whatever. You're up against aliens, these purple aliens, but they wear these That's heads original. and the heads give them abilities. And when oh. you kill the alien, they drop their head. And you can grab hundreds of these things and they all have different abilities. So you're always battling the same enemy, but they always look different. It was like Pokemon okay. if Pokemon was a crap third-person shooter. I loved right. it. <laughs> that That's not exactly a sales pitch, but you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> but you're right. Like, there's a bunch of old PC games that just don't work anymore. I loved it because you had the almond tense moment of when they drop their thing, the enemy can pick it up again and they beam away after a few seconds. So you that's have neat. to then keep battling them or grab it yourself yeah. if you want to unlock that ability. And then you're just like, ah, I lost it. It'll be like a flying one or something. You're like, oh, God. I'd be fine if they never released new video games for a couple of years and just ported all those old things because they were all good and awesome <laughs> and it would be fun to play them again. That would be, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, anything else you've been playing this week, Jesse? Uh, I'm, I'm looking through stuff. I mean, I literally just today played um, Super Blood Hockey. Oh! That, that was not a word I expected to come after Super Blood. Yeah, I, I did see this on Steam and thought that it kind of looked pretty neat. Is it? Is it as neat as it looks? It reminds you... Uh, take every old uh, Super Nintendo, Nintendo hockey game that ever existed. That's good. And then yeah. <laughs> up the blood and insanity factor by like 20 and then make it kind of silly. And it is... It's, it's that? It, like, it took me back. I had a moment while playing where it took me back to childhood. Um, I had a ton of fun. The best part about it at least from my perspective, is when fights break out, you can, like, just start pummeling one guy yeah. and just take him out of the match. But he keeps, like, squirming on the ice and he won't leave. So he'll just be there, like, gyrating and, like, splurting blood as you play around him. It's I'm watching a fight on the screen right now. I've Needless to say, Northern Lion played an ice hockey game because, of course, he is. He's the most stereotypical little Canadian scumbag you've ever seen. But there's, like, a fight. Like, when a fight breaks out, it's like, fight! And then everyone just beats the shit out of each yep. other. I'm disappointed I'm watching Northern Lion. Uh, so what I did, because I, I, I realized... I love that quote. I'm disappointed I'm watching Northern Lion. We could just take that out of context <laughs> and just put it on everything. Let's put on a t-shirt. Let's go. There's also, a guy vomiting lost, blood. That's amazing. <laughs> How did he lose a fight? Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> Don't ask. What? So when I played, I, I was like, well, I'm going to play as America. And my first game I played against Russia, and the second one was against Canada. And so I jacked the, the difficulty up to, to hard because, like, I played hockey games as a kid all oh, okay. the fucking time. So I know what I'm doing. And um, when I went in, I was like, oh, well, if I'm going to play as America, uh, there's different classes. You know, like in every hockey game, there's the skinny guy, normal guy, and the fat guy, right? Okay. In every one, hockey game. Okay. Every hockey game. I don't game. know much about hockey. I'm going to have to disagree with you. Um, <laughs> and so there's, you know, there's the, in this one, there's the playmaker, and then there's the enforcer, and then there's like the, like the quick guy, whatever the case may be. I decided to go four enforcers. And so like fat redheaded dudes. I was like, let's go bros. And <laughs> I just like, 
didn't even bother. I just beat the shit of everyone and then scored goals. It was like, this is the greatest game. Um, I, I will simply say yeah. that uh, the Canadian game that I ended up playing was so fucking funny because Canada, I basically, so I was up 3-0, made a Canadian joke. I said, uh, I think what I said was, uh, the puck like Quebec wants nothing to do with you. That's what I said. And then they scored three goals on me. And I was like, oh shit, you don't piss off Canada. Uh, I'm not going to say how the game ended, but it was really fucking funny. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't, yeah, you can beat up the ref. The ref can get in the way. You can hit the hockey puck and like take dudes out. They explode. And they, like it's really <laughs> funny. Um, but it's at, at its core, it's just a normal old school hockey game. I love old school sports games. I don't like sports games, especially not modern ones, but I play like the old FIFAs and obviously shit like Sensible Soccer. And I'd play like any old sports game that was the sort of top down, more simple kind of style. And then of course the violent stuff like Mutant League Football and um, Speedball, Speedball 2 was fucking great. I'd love them to do a proper version of that. They have tried and it's been fucked up all the time. They are making a new Mutant League, aren't they? They kickstarted that. Don't know if that's ever coming yeah. out. but And there we'll are people pointing out stuff like NBA Jam and NFL Blitz and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That's the, I like that. I don't like sports, but I like those. Uh, well, so this might I might be into this. I think I think the problem that I have with most modern sports games, and Krendor's in chat now, so he'll definitely disagree with me. Oh, Shut up. He, can, he says things I don't even understand. Modern modern sports games, the problem I have is that because they're trying to make it so real, they include so many mechanics and things to like change it up. And you have to do this, this, this. The, what's brilliant about this game is that it's a hockey game where straight up you have pass, punch, shoot, and then like a, a, like a, like a steel mechanic. And that's it. That's all there is to it. That's, that's it's as simple as that, and then you aim just by using your controller, and that it's it's such a simple simple thing. It's all I require. It makes me feel so good. I'm like I don't need to overthink this. That's I good. Just, that's good I, enough. Yeah. Speaking so, of that, Wind Windjammers is out today, isn't it? That's that's also a great game that I I, I played it at, at uh, PlayStation Expo, whatever the hell that damn thing is called, PSX that is in LA every so often. Um, that is super fun and super simple as well. It's literally you're just playing air hockey, but it's wind jammers. And that's all there is to it. I it's not even you can kind of control where you're aiming and how to like curve the the wind jam or whatever the hell that damn thing's called. But straight up, it's a simple ass game. And those are so because you're then relying not on like mechanics and shit, you're relying on strategy and 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 simple mechanics and i love that shit so i think that's a great game too plus it's really silly and really 80s so i love it i guess a lot of why rocket league's got as popular as it is because really like there's a lot of potential skill in rocket league but to play rocket league is it's a simple concept drive car and a ball everybody can understand that yeah and uh, i guess that you know that's that's a good way for them to bring back the old school style of simple sports i mean you take it back to pong Pong's still fun. It's it's still good. You can still play a version of Pong and still have some fun with it because th at the end of the day, it's a simple competitive sports game and that's timeless. Yep. 
Although, although the best ever sports game was one of the Pro Evolution Soccer's on the PS2. Okay. Because it had a it had a small bug in it where if you uh, scored a goal, pushed start and went to the replay, every time the ball went over the goal line in the replay, that would count as a goal for you. So oh I could actually God. play okay. that football game because I've been like a thousand nil. So I was like, did, 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 did. Oh, all right. Look, normally I think Crendor is a crazy person. <laughs> Where did this come from? Mega Man Soccer was the fucking shit back what, in the day. Wait, wait, that exists? Others made that up. What are you talking about? Oh, fuck. Does that exist still? Can I play that on something? Uh, I, well, I mean, you could emulate it, sure. Um, oh, my what was God. It on? That game was so goddamn good. Pro Jared played this a month ago, apparently. He did a stream. God damn. It was one of the few games that I rented. Because, oh my God, like, this I, looks great. I very, very rarely rented games, but I rented it so many times that they finally were just like, do you want to buy this? Fucking Blockbuster video was like, can we just sell this to you? I loved it so much. The, oh my God. I love it. This looks exactly like what I want. Like the, I love the sort of the futuristic kind of sportsy games uh, with the simple controls and the flat. Uh, sort of uh, side-scrolling perspective. I love this kind of shit. I didn't even know this oh, existed. This game was so good. Nine ninety four. I'm going to assume it's like Super Nintendo, or maybe it was like a Neo Geo game it's or Super something. Super Nintendo. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah. And you could like uh, change up your team, and I guess he's playing one where it's Mega Man's versus Dust Man's. But I remember that you could like change your team, and you could have you know different goalies and different players, and like it didn't always have to be Mega Man. God Why are damn. both teams the same color? I was like, where's the enemy players? I just realized <laughs> they're both in blue. That's really stupid. This has to be a ROM, right? What is he? Well, yeah, of course it'll be. Because, it'll be an emulator. If you look at other screenshots of this game, they're, they are not like Mega Man. There's a blue team and a gold team and a red team. And a, like, there's different color teams. Yeah. All right. So I was right. There's, uh, there's definitely version of this game where you can create a custom team and have different players on it and different oh my god i'm so yeah and there's different fields there's dust field pharaoh field needle field fire field oh my god this is this is great i i'd play the hell out of this i don't care about football or Mega Man, and i would play this yeah here's a one with with a few different colors in it there we go. Uh, but yeah, you could just grab this on an emulator. Uh, I, I'm going to assume they never ever oh, did a. Crendor, I can't believe this. I forgot all these years later about that game. But goddamn, was that a good game? What a good game! See, this is what I'm talking about. At the end of the day, it's real simple, but it combines a few little Mega Man mechanics. So when you like charge up or something, you can like do crazy abilities with yeah, it. Yeah, you can do moves. It's yeah. It's not overly complicated. It's a simple, simple game, but like. It's it's like Mario Tennis. Yes, like it's, fun. It's, it's fun. fun. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about Mario or Tennis. I'll play Mario Tennis any day. There was a Mario football game that was really good. Was it Mario Strikers or something? That was good too. Yeah. So basically, make all oh. sports games fantasy sports, and everything's wonderful and simple. Yes, yeah. and simple. Keep the bullshit yeah. out. You know. Oh my God. If you're making a simulator, make a simulator. If you're making an arcade game, make an arcade game. Don't try and mix the two up. Uh, it just makes a mess, and it just it isn't fun to play for a lot of people. Yeah, it's like when you play whatever the next WWE game will be, and you spend like 18 hours building your perfect move set from this huge list, and you're like, all right, but if I'm in this position in this way and he's on the floor there, I'm going to punch him like this. Well, Actually, the simple version yeah. of that 
Wrestling Revolution 3D is now on no, Steam. And it is it's the best terrible, wrestling though. game no, of all time. It's the worst. It is amazing. We saw the trailer amazing. for that thing. And, it is oh, the dear. best thing. You can... It's, okay, so it's a wrestling game made by... What's his name? Is it McDickey or something? Yes, McDickey. used this wrestling engine to make shit. a Jesus yeah. simulator and a yeah. prison game. Uh-huh. It, they're, they're brilliant. They are literally hilarious. So in this game, it's just like your standard kind of wrestling game, but it's very it's slow and laggy and weird. And it doesn't quite work. But you can customize everything to such stupid, relentlessly stupid levels. Like you can have a Royal Rumble in a one meter by one meter ring. It can be like one meter by one meter, 50 chairs in it, fight and see what happens. Or you could be like, oh, let's put ladders in. Let's put ladders in. But if you have like 30 ladders in the ring, they'll stack up. So you can climb so high you are above the stadium and then leap off of 30 ladders and completely miss every single person. It is the most beautiful, brilliant, superb wrestling game of all time. Except WWE All-Stars exists, which is better, so, you know. In that game, can you climb up 30 ladders and jump down? In fact, can you stack office chairs on top of each other, climb up to the top okay, of them, no, and then you the can't bottom do one falls that. out so they all collapse and you just die? You can't you do that. Just die. You can die in this game in the season mode. You can kill <laughs> wrestlers. You can, like, rip their arms off and stuff. <laughs> it's I just I want to play that so bad. But <laughs> I mean, you can play on Steam right now. You might you might want to do a crazy uh, thing with. It. But All Stars, like I said, this needs there needs to be a new version of this because it was so good. It was like, just dumb. Everything was super exaggerated. Everyone's like eight foot tall and completely bulked up. They were like action figures, like yeah, Wah. they were. There was like an action figure wrestling game and everything. Like they even made the fucking sharpshooter look amazing. Like Hulk's leg drop, he jumps 30 feet in the fucking air. It's <laughs> it's all incredible. It's so very good. And like the old WWE arcade games as well, where the Undertaker could literally shoot lightning at people. As of, that was great too. <laughs> My favorite, as everyone's favorite bit, would be jumping from the helicopter in the old the old wrestling games. Yeah. That was a helicopter hovering there, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like jumping off of high things in wrestling games. Yeah, unfortunately. Right, I like Shane McMahon. Yeah, I, I apologize <laughs> that this is really shitty footage. Unfortunately, this was on PS1, PS3 and Xbox 360, but oh my God, it was it was really good. You know what's weird about that? You know that uh, the mobile game that made WWE Immortals, like where everyone's like uh, that Roman Reigns is a literal Roman and The Rock yeah. is made of stone. The finishes in that were like amazing. The game's boring, but the finishes in that game... They're so good. Like, it's just, hey, we made everyone an actual fantasy character, which means all of their finishes are literally that. So it's fucking brilliant. Uh, yeah, shame the game sucks, but hey, never mind. Yep. Oh. I'm still playing, uh, so kind of going back to mobile for a little bit. Still playing mm. some, uh, some of that Titanfall game and still liking it. It's it's very good. It continues to be very good. We'll see where they go with the future development of it, because you know, obviously, it's gonna that's gonna really matter a lot. But I'm you know, I've ranked up to like silver rank or whatever, and I'm encountering a bunch of new, you know, nasty stuff and strategies are changing. The meta shifting, and it's just like I said, it's a better it's a better Clash Royale with a better theme. With you know, Titans are fun, and it keeps bits from the from the Titanfall game. You know, like Titans don't come in from the start. That's in this game. Like the first minute, there are no Titans, so you deploy pilots and burn cards initially, and 
the whole game's about capturing hard points. You can't capture a hard point with a Titan. You can only capture it with an infantry unit. So it means that they both matter. Uh, you, the, if you send a pilot up on a, a building, he'll jump on the top of the building. He's going to path around to where you tell him to go. You can place him and, it's like, and he'll follow the path to there, and then he'll follow his own AI after that. So you got a bit more control than you have in Clash Royale where you just dump and shit. And you can drop Titans on people and they kill them. Titanfall just flattens people and it's brilliant. And there's actually more Titans in the mobile game than there is in the main game. And you can have a big scorch with a giant hammer. The nuke Atlas just has two giant fists and just punches the shit out of people and then explodes. It's good. It's genuinely good. It's a three minute a match kind of game and it's enjoyable. I, I think it is. I don't know. I still haven't hit that pay-to-win wall yet, and I'm sure it's going to be there, but it, it's come a lot later than other games, even if it is there. So full credit to them. They made a really good, light, RTS, lane-pushery kind of game with Titanfall. Good on them. Hmm. What else have we been playing? Who's got uh, what? I, oh, I have oh, one. I'm just so happy. One? That I discovered this game again. You have no clue. Okay. My world just improved, <laughs> like ten percent. Hey, what game? Mega Man. You, oh, you, you, moved on. You, you had moved on. I you just like, moved on. I've been like, look, I've been sitting here like, <laughs> what if I got a retro console and then like, <laughs> oh, I haven't moved on. You're on eBay. <laughs> I'm like, what if I get like a retron and just fucking play? You, you might have you... moved on. I am in the past still. I'm so happy. You have no clue. It's like I emulators exist and they're very good. Trust me. <laughs> Man. No cube. Mr. Dan, oh. you said you had something. What you got? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about Mega Man now. How have you done this to me? Uh I've been playing a lot of Heat Signature. Ah, yes. Tom Francis is the next game, which is the best space game. What? What? It's, it's the, it's you want to like, try it's, again? It's what? this what? weird combination of Hotline Miami and Interstellar Travel. You fly around in a little pod. You start off with like a little base and you fly around this little pod. It's basically like a one sea little pod. And you find massive ships, dock with them, and then like slaughter your way through the ship to do quests and things. But if you get caught, you don't get killed or anything. They knock you out and fling you out of the airlock. Okay. So you can remote pilot your ship, and you can try and pick yourself up and then have a few goes, and you have less oxygen as it goes on. But it's got all of these systems that work beautifully together. So at one point, my ship was out of fuel, and it was over there, and I couldn't get it back. I'd been flung out of an airlock. I'd, it's, my, my oxygen bar was going down. So to propel myself to a space station, I fired 12 shotgun shots in space to get myself oh, to the distance back? and the speed. And then cool. I, I actually managed to just get into the into the space station and survive with a fraction of health left. And I was like, this is the best goddamn game. Yeah. So, so this is the guys that the guy that made gunpoint. You remember yeah. Jesse the gunpoint where you had to you could rewire all the systems and shit? Do you ever get to play the guy that? In the face just forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. If you never got to play that, you might want to. Uh, the, the name of this game is Heat Signature and it's by Tom Francis. So it literally is about invading and stealing ships 
uh, trying to sneak up on them and stealing them. And like, like you said, but it's got all those mechanics like you can get flung into space out of an airlock and you're trying to survive and do all this You can actually control stuff. the big ships. You can steal them, control them. You can stealth it. You can knock people out. If you explode something, then get knocked back, fly through a window and suck the oxygen out. It's amazing. It's I, I love amazing. stuff with good system simulation where it causes emergent gameplay and funny yep. shit to happen. That's Pure great. Man. Yeah, I remember was seeing this a couple of years ago and it was obviously nowhere near finished. So this beta is of uh, last month, August, by the looks of it. And it's looking a lot better now. It's, it's, great. it's just getting better and better. I believe he, uh, Tom Francis, went to Valve to finish it. He went and sat with Valve to get their help he? to finish it. I believe... Hmm, he was talking okay. about that. So yeah. the, it's his, yeah. So I'm kind of guessing it'll be soonish because on Steam still is not available. We can get the beta from this side or whatever. I kind of hope when it comes out soon because I just want to be like, it's done now. I can play it more. Because like when a game's in beta, I'm like, I hold back, I hold back. But this thing every day is on. I'm like, it's it's my go-to game, and I'm like, I got, I'm rendering. It's in your time. I'm glad it's getting good. Like, Jesse, if you've not played Gunpoint, give it a shot. Oh, you need if, to play Gunpoint. I'm excited, yeah. You can, like I said, you because you can you have a hacking power, a hacking glove that lets you rewire everything in the building. So you can, like, wire up doors to switches over here and electrify this, and it causes all this chain reaction to happen. If you can think up a really cool solution, it's the coolest fucking game in the universe. Yeah, why I once played, uh, the bing of an elevator arriving on its floor activate a sound detector that opened a door that I couldn't get past that's in front of me. Yeah, you can do all sorts of shit. <laughs> or, of course, you just run in and knock the fuck people out, you know? You, you can, can also, because you jump. Your jump thing is like a huge arc. You have like... You, uh, have, you have special trousers. trousers. Yeah, you have yeah. special bouncy trousers. It's a very British game that lets you knock people out through the force of you trouser jumping at but, them. But, yeah, when you get them on the floor, you can punch them, you click to punch them, and you click them a few times or knock them out. If you keep hitting them, that you just kill them. And you could just go for like half an hour just like, yep, yeah, well... And their face is just paste, and the game starts to go like, oh, okay, you should stop doing that right now. You can literally leap through a window, land on someone, and just, like, smash them just in the face a few times. Gu yeah, gunpoint is really cool, uh, especially if you're okay at stealth. I'm super shit at it, but if you're okay at stealth and figuring out, like, systems puzzles, this is a very, very cool game. I like that level that you're showing. Oh, this one? Yeah, so, so from your video, mate. It's... Yeah, I made that level. You can make it's got level editor. Make your own oh. levels. Oh, there you go. I believe that's the one that I made. All right, there you go. You can go play yeah. his level. Does it have like Steam Workshop support? Can you download it? One I of them? don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I, I made the level for me. I don't give a shit about all cars <laughs> like this. It's for me. I nice. want a level that's like this. It's all, yeah. And it's got a silly spy story that doesn't take itself seriously. Also, it also has a demo. That is a brilliant demo, genuinely a brilliant demo. If you if you haven't played it, there is a demo that you can play. Well, it was, yeah. I hope it still is, but it's a Flash separate sort of thing, and it's great. Can yeah, I the demo is its own contained story. Right you can just get the demo on their website right now. Oh. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Give it a shot, Jesse. I think you'll you'll appreciate the humor and the bullshit. Can I tell you how good Rock of Ages Two is for a second? Oh, I haven't got it yet. God, it's great. It's so fucking good. It, you know, the first one was very very good, and very funny. The second one is that as well. Oh, the missus just brought me a San Pellegrino blunt. This is your fault, Jesse. You did this. Man, do those taste good. That's so good. Uh, thank you, love. Uh, yes. So anyway, uh, so Rock of Ages 2, very similar to the first one, which was a combined tower defense and bowling game. 
Now, the whole point being, you have a castle, and this cardboard cutout of a historical figure has a castle, and you try and knock the castle door down with the strength of your boulder, but you have to follow a course to get there, and the other person builds defenses to slow you down or try and knock you off the level. And it had a lot of very, very funny cutscenes, very Monty Python-esque, actually made by a Chilean development team. The art style as well is just all... It looks like a Monty Python animation, the whole yeah. thing. Rock of Ages 2, it's more of that. It has a four-player online mode, which is 2v2, which is a fucking clusterfuck. Uh, they've made the online mode a lot better. There's more game modes. The uh, campaign is much more expanded. There's way more stuff you can place now for defenses. And you travel through... Jesse, you'll love this, because the historical aspect of it is ridiculous. That's the best part, yeah. Yeah, it's like, this is super not in any way accurate, which, of course, it's not. Uh, you fight... I fought William Wallace, I killed Socrates, and I fought a burning giraffe at some point for no reason. I don't know why. Um, and also, uh, Don... I can never pronounce it. Don Quixote? Don Quixote? Is it really that? I am that shit. Quixote? Wow, yeah, Don Quixote. Uh, there's, and uh, apparently there's Napoleon in it, and apparently France series are really good. And you will earn those other defenses. I've got fucking whales. I have whales on land and they suck the boulder up and they spit it out i have uh, sticky cows that slow down the boulder it's the cutscenes are just magnifico they are so funny in every way and it's more of what rock of ages one was but better in every respect. It's more creative. It's funnier. The courses are better. The level design's better. The variety on the defenses is better. There's more modes. It's wonderful. So good. Yeah. I'm buying I'm it. Yeah. You'll love it. I love the first one. The first one was just brilliant. Yeah. yeah it's more of that. And that's what we wanted, really. I don't know what else they would have kind of changed. I don't think they should have. You know, I, I think almost everything about that game is pretty much perfect. The only issue I have with Rock of Ages, same in Rock of Ages 2 as well, is that because of the time it takes to build the boulder, and you can now select boulders that take less time to build, but are like weaker in different ways, which is cool. But if you, it takes a while to build a boulder. And once you built your defenses, you're kind of just sitting there waiting for your boulder to finish, mm. uh, which is a bit of a pain. It depends kind of how long you spend making the defenses and all that kind of thing. But other than that, the game is very, very fun. The tower defense aspect is better than it was, and the bowling aspect is as fun as it always was. Just running over shit with the giant boulder does not get boring. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm downloading it right now. Looks great. Right. You'll love it. The the historical aspect and the, the, the they also have you fight mythological characters. You fight the Sphinx in kind of a boss fight. There's a foosball level. Yeah, it's it's just it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I'm so happy with it. I had so much fun on stream with it yesterday. It was wonderful. Cool. Yeah, I'm in. This looks great. great. Yep. Mine too. Awesome. Anything else before we go to break? Any last couple of things before we talk about news, games, announcements, all that kind of thing? I'm all done. Yeah, I don't think I've played anything else. Nothing springs to mind. Nothing of note, really, I guess. All right, cool. 
In that case, we'll go to break. When we come back, we'll talk a bit about what was announced at Gamescom and also how fucking terrible Bethesda's Creation Club launch was. It was as bad as we feared. Oh my God. We'll be right back after the break, folks. Don't go anywhere. You're watching the Co-Optional Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. Ooh, news-wise, lot to happen, lot to go on, lot to talk about. Of course, Gamescom 2017 just wrapped up. We were not there, thank God, because anyone that's actually done Gamescom knows that it is one of the most demanding, if not the most demanding game show in the world. Way more yes. than the three. It's a, it's longer, it's bigger, it's got more people in it. It is a nightmare. <laughs> basically so i I'm, very i love watching people go and they're like i'm so excited and Ugh. watch their tweets slowly fall off by the end <laughs> <laughs> like yeah and by the end they're just like i don't even want to be around people i just want to die it's <laughs> too time. much yeah very much too much but there were some pretty neat game announcements at gamescom so we'll cover that for a little bit big announcements age of empires 4 is coming and it will be developed by relic Interesting. Well, yeah, we'll Could see. Could be good. Yeah. Might be good. I mean, might not be. I until when they announced four, I was, I was like, oh my god, new Age of Empires, Age of Empires three. Hey, wait, four? And I was like, I flapped my flashback with three. I was like, oh yeah, no, that was bad. Mm. It's potentially good, potentially not. Yeah, Re yeah. Relic's latest game was not well received. Relic's previous games have been, you know. So I don't, I don't know. It's you know, they're a good RTS developer that's had some missteps. I can think of worse people to give it to. Yeah. yeah. So that's not too bad. One and thing Empires is pretty an easy formula to follow. In theory. Yeah. The thing is, like, I remember Age of Empires Online actually just being good. Like, it, outside of the sort of online free-to-play-ish model, it was actually a good Age of Empires game, and it's a bit of a shame that it didn't succeed. Uh, that obviously was... I had, uh, had no idea down. that existed. I did a video on it a few years ago, and it was good. Uh, they shut it down, of course, but as an actual... Age of Empires game it was solid for what it was. Had a nice little bit of character. There was a, I think a, there was like a donkey. There was a, like a little donkey cart that would move, and it was sort of rock back and forth. And it, I don't know, it, it had its own unique little personality. I remember the donkey. <laughs> Hashtag I remember the donkey. Yeah. That's good remember that ass. Thank you. <laughs> sorry, I'm not sorry. I know. An announcement which kind of only interested. I guess me probably out of these people who are here because it's a bit obscure is X4 Foundation. Yep. X nope, you're right. Yeah. You're right. No, no. <laughs> X X4 X has been a long-running space sim genre where it I've always compared it to playing its Eve single player. You, oh, that one. Oh, yes. I remember now. Yeah, uh, which it was great. Had some tech issues but great right up until X Rebirth was just a pile of dog shit. X4 looking to bring it back to where it was. It's exciting. They're making it in a new engine. Because that game was always beautiful. It was one of the best looking games on PC. Even X3, which is almost 10 years old now, I think. Maybe a little newer. Still looks gorgeous to this day. So I'm excited that they're bringing that out. That'll be that'll be cool. Yeah. I had a very spree from in with the X series. Where I played I was like, all right, let's do this thing. It's like, what do you want to be? I was like, oh, it'll be a space part. It's like, okay, hit space, go. Yes, there's a game which does not teach you well. Uh, I guess I'm going to shoot a guy now as a police officer. You're dead. Oh. Yeah. I'll be going. What else? Uh, yeah, there was, they announced Final Fantasy 15 coming to PC. 
which is yep. great. Six uh, year PS, so close. The uh, Sea of Thieves is now cross compatible between PC and Xbox, which is cool, I good. guess. Yep, that's that's I mean, good. You know what that means, though. <laughs> Thieves was the only game I was like, well, I'm going to get that for Xbox. <laughs> Once again, my Xbox is literally just for Netflix and HBO Go. That's it. That's all I have now. I don't yep. know. They keep giving me reasons not to turn it on. <laughs> I, I, don't know. Know. <laughs> I want to use it. Give me something. Like, it's, eh. it's not for PC gamers. Like that's the, the best way to look at it is they're not marketing it at us, and we just should be thankful all the games are available on PC. Like, yeah. that's a, and i got to say, that, that Scorpio edition is pretty. Uh, for a black box with green text, it's a pretty black box with green text. Yeah, it looks good. It's And it's powerful. I it's don't pow like the controller on that Scorpio edition. Nah, the green text is off. Oh, you know, I can't remember. Oh, is it? I, saw, oh. It's, I, I, saw, I was like, I, I need to kill someone because of this, and I can't quite work out why. Yeah. It's slightly off. or it's about, I can't remember how they put it, but it's... Did they also, do they announce anything for Cuphead, or is that still... They showed it we, again, yet again. And be like, game of the show, game of the show. You've given it game of the show for four fucking years. Come on, release the fucking thing. That's hype of the show at this point. Yeah, yeah it's it's bait. It's like press bait at this point, I think. Yeah, it, it, I don't know if it has a release date. Hopefully it does oh, by now. Uh, they announced a new world for Mario Odyssey, and it's food-based. And okay. it made me just want a Mario food game. That's it. That's all I want. Is like, cooking Mario. Yeah, that's all what? I want. That's an obvious Mario. crossover. I don't know why they didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's running down a corridor on Nintendo right now. I've got an idea. Uh, back Two on Xbox time. for a second. One thing they did is they've confirmed Player Unknown Battlegrounds is an Xbox exclusive on console. That'll be that'll shift. Yeah, for console users, that's a big deal. You know, biggest game in the world right now, pretty much, in terms of its growth. So that's kind of a big deal. Yep. You're missing the biggest announcement they had. Jurassic World Evolution. Oh, looks, yes. holy, looks good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm my life goal is when that game comes out is to buy an outfit like John Hammond and dress up and be like, "Welcome to just Jurassic Cox," and just <laughs> a whole series where I just run a dinosaur fucking park. And that's it. that's all I'm gonna do for like three months, and I don't care what happens in the outside world. I'm gonna run my park and be so happy. Yeah. I'm ready. Those old games, the old ones, uh, and I'm trying to think of what the, the Sim version was. There's the old Jurassic Park games were there was great. Jurassic. Oh god, I can't remember the name of it. Uh... Operation Genesis. Yes, there you go. Thank you. Very welcome. Yep. Oh, yeah, it's just like it's a good it's a good theme for a tycoon game. Because oh, yes. didn't, didn't they have the Zoo Tycoon expansion that let you have dinosaurs at one point? There was yes. one of the Zoo yes, Tycoons that's that let you do that. Yeah. yeah, and that obviously the fence. Oh, into the helicopter I go! <laughs> yeah, it's it's a perf it's perfect fodder for the tycoon genre. I hope they do it well. Uh, no, it's been made by Frontier, so I have faith. We'll see. I like Planet Coaster. It's pretty. It's not a great management game, but it's what I yeah, want. Yeah, that, that's the problem. <laughs> I want a good management I game. I don't care about the management. If I'm like, all right, place the T-Rex there, and I'm, I'm happy forever. very much care about the management. <laughs> we'll see. If I could get... A t I'm going to be in sandbox mode. I'm like, nah, I need a win or lose. I want a T-Rex. I want to put 17 T-Rexes in a one-by-one-meter ring and then 50 <laughs> chairs. Fight! Just... T Jurassic Rumble. <laughs> you know, you say that, but I do have footage of someone in that uh, T-Rex costume actually getting into a wrestling ring. It exists. It was in, <laughs> it was in Israel, if you can believe it. Though, all, I want, 
all I want is to set up scenarios that are destined to fail and be like, nothing can go wrong in Jess Rassic Cox. Just like literally fucking watch dinosaurs eat people and be like, oh, disaster. <laughs> Swimming so pool, like massive death shark, prehistoric thing, pen, like a fence, like one meter high. <laughs> and those are your advice is like, you're not saying free willy, man. They can, they can, they can do that easy. These are my children. I've raised them since they, I was there at every one of their births. Okay, Daenerys, calm the fuck down. <laughs> oh, glass I walkway through the T-Rex thing. That'll be fine. Made out of sugar glass, it was cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Budget Smearing cuts. my pig's blood on it. It's, it's just a clean The current global economy just can't support it, damn it. <laughs> We're job creators. Oh, oh yeah, all the stuff he said on the shop just it's flavored like goat or whatever T-Rexes <laughs> really go for. Oh, this jumper smells a bit. It's brand all along. EA announced dogs and cats expansion for Sims Four. Ah, finally, me. that's that, that's only like the first one. It's like unleashed. Oh my god, I just got that pun. <laughs> Never mind. Are you fucking on. kidding me? That was fifteen years ago, mate. What the hell? You idiot. I just... I've always wondered what they called it Unleashed. I'm like, they didn't go anywhere. They stayed home. Just to be fair, down. you are British and we don't call them leashes. They're called leads. So yeah. Unlead. Unleaded. Unleaded. <laughs> Sims unleaded. Was it added? Cars? <laughs> no. Dogs. Yeah. You know, as much as we mock it, if I was a Sims player, that would be awesome. You know, add, it's a co adding content to a basically infinite fucking game. The Sims is fun. It's a good series. Sims 4 is dreadful, though. I, yeah, I've I have into heard it with a few things. of its expansions, and it's like, my favorite thing I did was in the, the one that's like, you can live in the city and have a flat, is I built a pool in my flat that is deeper than next door's flat, the flat below's <laughs> flat. So they've got like a huge room that they just can't go in because it's my pool. Didn't get planning permission. You're Fuck a dick neighbor. I'm glad I don't live near you. <laughs> so it goes in the door, just bangs onto a big concrete thing. What's this? Which, was it Sims 2 that's regarded as the best, or was it Sims 3? I can't remember. I think Sims 1. Nah. I Any, the one I always play is Sims 1. It's the one I always go back to. Sure, but I don't think it's better. Like... I like this the quiet depression of <laughs> Sims 1, where it's just one person and he's dead silent. And he's like, I think I'll watch a bit of telly. That's good. Then I'm like, what about the blah? It's just a guy going like, uh, "How about I don't kill myself tomorrow?" Oh. It's great. I miss that. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, there's Big a bit of disagreement in chat as to whether Sims Three or Sims Two. Sims Three had the big open world thing, but it still has some performance issues, and like it really because Sims Four they really cut back on that, didn't they? Because of mm -hmm. what happened with Sims Three, which is a shame. I thought the Sims Four was going to be like an online Sims, but they didn't go for it, so they convert it over. I think that was so actually what happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's it lost a lot of its stuff. Like you can't, it's no because in the Sims Three you can like go into other people's houses and see them and stuff. Yes. It's not in Sims Four. It's loading times between everything because yeah. it was going to be other people's houses and stuff. Yeah. So the infrastructure is in the wrong place. I believe so. Yeah. But you know, the Sims games are good. Uh, that I could, I I totally see the appeal. Absolutely, because they're basically tycoon games, but you're tycooning a life, which is fine. Or, or in my case, you build a house, you put someone in it, and then you build another house and put someone in it, and then build another house. Because it was originally a house building simulator. And then they had little people that would self-animate, and then they start building on that side of things, yeah. and eventually that took over. 
Was, that's yeah. why the house building in the first one was so good because that was the focus. Really. That was the focus. Man. Oh, chopping knowledge. I don't know if it's right. Ah, I mean, you're probably right. <laughs> and who cares if you're not? Uh, lazy game reviews is just hammering at the screen. It's like, you're wrong about everything. I am a <laughs> Sims historian, damn it. <laughs> to be fair, he knows a lot about the Sims. Uh, just a, a quick thing on the VR front. We got release dates for Skyrim VR, Doom VFR, and Fallout 4 VR. Uh, that's going to be November 17th for Skyrim, December 1st for Doom, which is the one I'm most interested in, and December 12th for Fallout. Uh, impressions of Skyrim VR from Gamescom were almost universally bad. Yeah, and it's on the PlayStation VR, which is a bunch of crap. Yes, it, it compared to everything else, kind of it's it's yeah. it's, it's about We're going to track you with two cameras. Are they infrared? No, they're just cameras. We can't see behind you, so nothing. this is a problem. Just, I, I cannot get that thing to work in my well, house it's anywhere. Tele it's teleporting. They're doing teleporting in Skyrim, which is the game where walking around a giant fantasy world is the literal reason why people play it. Uh, yeah, that's not gonna work. I'm 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 happy about Doom VFR because it seems like it's custom built for VR, and they put the like I said, they put the teleportation mechanic in the actual story. It's a device you get, it makes sense, and it still looks just like a ton of fucking fun. So yeah. I'm all over it with Doom VFR. The rest of it can kind of go fuck off. But... Oh, I care about Fallout. They're doing a good because Fallout has Vance, which lets you stop and think, and they've incorporated somehow Vance into the VR. They have I've full heard. motion in Fallout 4 as well, don't they? They let you yeah, walk. Yeah, it's for the vibe, not the terrible, you can't even pick stuff off the floor PlayStation VR, which would be interesting. Oh, it's a great new weapon. That's a shame. It's on the floor. <laughs> oh, oh, God. God damn it. <laughs> that, I think that was, like, mostly it. Uh, you know, there, there was a lot of updates for a lot of existing games. You know, Blizzard announced updates for Overwatch and all that good stuff. And Oh, yeah, there was... That Assassin's Creed Final Fantasy crossover thing? I, yeah, I figured, I hoped we would ignore that. Um, no, I, no, because you're on the show and I want to hear your opinion because you're an expert on this uh, I have no, fire away. I, in another place and time, another Jesse, another alternate, as we discussed at the beginning of the show, an alternate Alter reality Abrams Jesse. Jesse, the Abrams versus Jesse. The Abrams versus Jesse. <laughs> would be furious that Final Fantasy 15 was that sell -outy. But this reality's Jesse does not give a fuck. I want to see those boys dress up in everything. Put him in whatever the hell you want. I don't give a damn. I want my four boys dressed up like whatever. I don't care. I think it's hilarious. I don't give a shit. That game is all over the map anyway. Fuck it. Uh, sure, I'll do an Assassin's Creed festival. I don't give a shit. I'm in. Let's do it. I wanna I wanna have my boys jumping on stuff dressed up like sexy assassins. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm in. I'm in. I, it's the dumbest, funnest idea. Like I, I, I love it. As someone that gives no fucks about any law ever, I don't give a damn, but this just looks hilarious. You literally like you don't. You shouldn't and don't need to care about the lore of Final Fantasy 15. It, it it is so all over the place. It doesn't matter at all. Fuck it. It's just at this point, it is what can my four boys in their car do now? What crazy adventures can these guys get up to? We and got a fishing game. We got a <laughs> shooting game. We got a co-op stealth game. We're Metal Gear now. Yeah. We're Assassin's Creed now. I'm actually entirely okay with that. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's awesome. I'm in. Oh, I, I actually was kidding about Metal Gear, but they're literally now fighting in Metal Gear in the trailer for the Assassin's Creed DLC. Fucking oh, yeah. hell. Shit. They, that's part of the game. One of the, uh, 
one of the DLC is straight up Metal Gear, and one of them is straight up like Dark Souls ish. Like they don't don't even try to pin this thing down. There. Oh, I think this thing's free as well. It's free DLC. What? Oh yeah, as long as, as, long as you have the main game. Uh, this. Why the, the fuck are people complaining then? <laughs> There's no reason. People are complaining because it's Assassin's Creed and they're like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. Doesn't even fucking <laughs> matter. It's going to be so much fun and silly. Um, the, the, the Chocobo Festival event they did was great. Like, they're doing events the way an MMORPG would do events, mm. but it's in like a single player game. And now there's a co op mode and shit. Fuck it. It's going to be so much fun. Guys, I have, I could sit here. Alternate Abrams versus Jesse could sit here and say to you that he thinks Final Fantasy's lost its way. But this reality's Jesse fucking loves this game. <laughs> loves this game. I love it so much. No joke. I could play it all day. It's can, so much fun. can we have uh, a Final Fantasy 15 cross Splatoon? Like whether you know the boys could be kids and squids now? I mean so fucking excited to see all four of them as different little squid guys. Squid cheeky versions of themselves. I'm in. I love Amen. it. You are you okay, Dan? There was <laughs> you disappeared and there was a bit of hammering for a second. Either you had a really quick violent right. wank or something else is going on. He likes he likes Prompto. Huge <laughs> Prompto fan. He's like, mm, give me that gladio, take the shirt off. Look, I get it. I I get why people want to see these guys dressed up as weird shit. They are like what is the male version of waifus? I like Gaifu though. I think it's better because Bill's like Husbando. I like. I think Gaifu is a better one. Gaifu is yeah. way better than Husbando. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Husbando's dodger bullshit anime That's weeb garbage. nonsense. Why did she think of Gaifu dodger? <laughs> because she's not Gaifu's clever. So much better. Or funny. Gaifu's we get. We got to rail better. on her because she's not here, and we're cowardly uh, and wouldn't do it to her face. Gaifu, I love it. That's great. I get Gaifu, how? Oh, how did that not? Oh, how's that not a thing? <laughs> Stupid. Gaifu is way better. How, that's got to have been. There's no way you were the one who came up with that. That's too good for we you. We refuse to let Dan have this. One. <laughs> <laughs> no You're funny asshole. I'm checking. I'm checking on Google. There's no way. Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary as of February 4th, 2000. Only 2017. Male waifu. Nobody voted it. This, I think this you actually new. did come this up with it. This is you now. This is yours. You've come yeah, this. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's going to become a thing, how, isn't how it? Did, how did it not already? How did people not already do this? Oh, my God. Yeah, this is yours, man. Take ownership the crossover of crossover between people who can rhyme and people who like anime is apparently really That's, small. The, the crossover of people who are funny and people who like anime is very limited. Have you seen how animes are titled? I mean, no. fuck, those people aren't coming up with words. No. Okay. <laughs> those people. Those people. Those, pe those, people. Mean those, those people. anime fucks. Uh, <laughs> Goddamn wee bullshit. All right. Alright, let's get on to some other bullshit. People have been looking forward to this, I think. I I certainly was not. Fallout and Skyrim Creation Club, but really only Fallout right now. Bethesda Creation Club has arrived and it was everything we hoped it would not be. <laughs> oh. And we're all surprised. We uh... We hope. Google for it and the top thing says, please just let this die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. So when this was announced at 
the Bethesda conference at E3, which a lot of people thought was quite underwhelming. This was like the, oh, you're bringing paid mods back again thing. And a lot of us, you know, made some pretty lengthy arguments about how, look, it's kind of not paid mods. It's real development milestones. These are real devs being paid real money for content that is then owned by Bethesda. So it's not mods. But we're like, you know what? It, if you're going to ask people to pay for this shit, it has got to be something that I can't already get for free. And they were saying, oh, it totally won't be. Like, nothing that's available now are you allowed to make into a paid mod. Except, as it turns out, you totally fucking are, and that's exactly what they released. And there is nothing, nothing in that opening lineup at all that would ever tempt me to spend even a fucking penny on it. The worst, the worst part is, is they give you 100 credits just up front you're like well that seems nice there is nothing worth buying for 100 or below nothing no like, it's if- like it's a reskin it's a recolor of the pit boy that's all you can get for that amount <laughs> what what got me is the fact so they added in horsepower armor which is a funny kind of joke at their expense except they then fucking charged for it so it's not <laughs> funny anymore if you gave it to everybody for free, they would have probably appreciated that joke. But they didn't. It's unbelievable. Like, it's so funny they just did the same thing again. That's beautiful. That's... It, yeah. Uh, so current situation, I talked to one of the uh, makers of the original version of this on Twitter. So people pointed out, uh, anyone that was eagle-eyed pointed out pretty much immediately, Hellfire Power Armor, which is on sale for $5 on this thing, already exists on Nexus mods and has for weeks. <laughs> yes. $5 for armor? Christ. Well, not only is that terrible, but that, as I found out, apparently there was parallel development by two completely different people on Hellfire Power Armor, because Hellfire Power Armor is kind of based on something that happened in Broken Steel in Fallout 3. So Mm -hmm. the two separate guys were making two separate Hellfire Power Armors, one premium, one not. The Hellfire Power Armor that's free on Nexus mods is better and more advanced and there's more features, and yet this one's out for $5. And it's just an item. It's a $5 item with apparently a shitty fetch quest attached to get it. That's See, awful. The yeah. the thing that I, that I think is interesting, and this is, I know a bunch of articles have already said this, so uh, if people have read this, it's totally true. Um, they have items you can get for like 400, 500 credits, but no matter what, the minimum credit you can buy is 750. Yeah. So yeah. you're paying 750, which I think is like eight bucks, seven, eight dollars, no matter what baseline you're paying that, which means then you have a bunch of floating around credits, which if you want to get rid of them, you're dumping in more money in order to, to i hate it it's just like when every arcade switched over to cards and instead of, and so now you're like they got you with that scam of like yeah that little extra you can't spend yeah and then you've oh. got to go back a second time to do it to be fair though i, I actually kind of like the card system because it's just so much easier to dig it around your pocket for coins but it's yes you're right though there is the scam the yeah. This. yeah no there's no, no ease here there's zero ease of use yeah all of this stuff is available in much, much better versions. There's like a 40-piece of furniture pack, which like, that sounds kind of neat, 40-piece furniture, except there's a 1,000-piece furniture pack on the Nexus mod site for free that's better. Those additional context was provided by, because uh, needless to say, Gopher, who we've had on the show before, who is a mods expert, went on 
I fucking tear about this. And he's the calmest guy in the world. He wanted to tear about this. He's angry about it. Um, there was a mod developer called Rob Daniels uh, that posted some additional context for this and said around, uh, he was the author of 50 Ways to Die at Dr. Nix and co-author of Fusion City Rising, Outcasts and Remnants, big Fallout 4 quest mods that have been voted really good on Nexus, right? As soon as Creation Club was announced, he applied, including his body of work, Bethesda ignored him. Like, this is what? a guy, this is a top modder who has produced a bunch of successful stuff that is clearly good, Bethesda didn't even bother to get back to him multiple times after him tried. He's like, hey, here's my CV. I'd love to make some really good quest content for you and have you fund it and maybe provide voice acting. That's the thing I'd pay for. This third party developed really good like quest DLC that had that I was about to say that Bethesda level polish, and then I realized how stupid that sounds. But and then a guy flies into space. <laughs> but but the one thing that you know is a problem in a lot of mods is good quality VO and a certain level of production polish, certain level that modders have difficulty getting access to. Mm-hmm. That is the kind of thing Bethesda could easily set up. You know, they could pay the milestone, and then it's like, hey, yeah, we have these voice actors. Um, I, you know, We're going to go up to them. We're going to pay them their daily um, sag after rate, and we'll have them do the VO work for you and then give it to you. You just write the stuff. They'll do it. That's a good deal. That's something you can make some really nice story DLC that way that couldn't really be done by modders without that level of support. Uh, but apparently they've just ignored it. Um, and Rob thinks that this is basically all aimed at scamming PS4 owners out of money that can't have the mods yet. Because, you know, Xbox has mods now and mm-hmm. PS4 doesn't. So they're just trying to get a bit extra money out of PS4 owners and fuck everybody else. Uh, that's And that's such a sad, sad state of affairs. Yep. But that's Bethesda. Sadly, sadly, sadly. I, what, I, the one thing I'm going to say is that the reaction to this obviously has been justifiably, this is bullshit, and it is. Can we stop with the whole apocalypse now Armageddon situation of they're now going to shut down Nexus mods and close down every modding thing and you're not going to be able to make mods anymore and literally everyone who's ever wanted to mod is going to go do the creation club instead of modding modding is dead no it isn't at all and no they're not going to do that that's not going to happen come on that's ridiculous let's that's not slippery. That's not even a slippery slope. That's you literally jumping off an imaginary thought <laughs> cliff. Come on, that's bullshit. Two years later at E3, we're banning all mobs. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I said it, but like, yeah, but Rockstar, yeah, that's the exception that proves the rule. You know, Bethesda knows how important modding is to the continued sales of their games. They've tried to monetize it twice and failed miserably. I presume because they're idiots, which is a shame. <laughs> but if I, there's no way. There's no, there's no. I'll put money on it. If in a couple of years the next game comes out and they say you're not allowed to mod it outside of the Creation Club, I will. Right, I'm gonna throw this out right How now. How much money? Five thousand dollars to Charity Water. Dude, if that's they do like that. three power armors. Five thousand dollars. I'm saying it right now. I will donate five thousand dollars to Charity Water if their next game does not have outside of Creation Club mod support. That's on record. You can hold me to that. I hope their next game is something really weird and indie that they don't do anything. Uh, wouldn't that be Wolfenstein? 
Nah, I'm talking no, because the Bethesda didn't make that, mate. That's machine games. I'm oh. talking. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about. Oh, Elder Scrolls, right? Elder Scrolls. Nah, 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 nah. One, you're wrong, and secondly, yeah, uh, the for- Fallout and the Elder Scrolls series. That's what it's for. Not, not yeah. that silly free-to-play card game. Come on, that's unrealistic. Yeah. So I'm putting that out right now. Next mainline Fallout Elder Scrolls game. If they do not have mod support in it, um, I will donate five thousand dollars charity water. Clip it, lock it down, hold me to it. There's some, there's some kids that don't have any drinking water going, man, I really fucking hope that that's a trouble on this one. I mean, I probably just should just do that children. anyway, because now I'm like, oh, Bethesda, you're bad people if you don't shut down modding because the people are going to die. Yeah, now, you give the money to me. There we go. No, we'll do right. Like we'll do a fundraiser anyway. But I'll personally give that five grand if that happens. Like on so top of whatever we make. Community with bad drinking water. <laughs> about no. to write a thousand letters to Bethesda. Like, please, oh. Bethesda, don't include mods. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is give you just drink out. Just like in, <laughs> just like in Fallout, you drink out the toilet, right? That's all you need to do. You just drink out the toilet. <laughs> yeah, poor people. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. All right. This episode's not going to do well, Flint, is it? No. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So that that's that. Obviously, it's a complete clusterfuck. Uh, is let's see what else. There's. I feel like there's some other bullshit that happened this week. Oh, Half Life Three story came out. Yes. And then sort of didn't. What? Uh-huh. Yeah, the story for Half Life Three came out. Like uh, a writer Half-Life released two, it. Two episode three. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, who left because they just weren't making Half-Life 3. And he was like, oh, guys, guys. Yeah, well, I mean, that that's what he was there for. So this is resulting, obviously, a bunch of, like, just an unholy amount of re, which is understandable. A lot of people are very invested in that series, although how you could still be invested after, like, 10 fucking years, I don't really know. But the reality is that they're not going to make it. They don't want to make it. And the people that work at Valve all work on this flat pod-based structure that means that if they want to make a thing, they've got to get enough people interested in making the thing, and then they've got to build the team to make the thing. Evidently, they don't want <laughs> want to make this. <laughs> then it will be a Dota 2 card game. <laughs> and it, it's... And then that's so like, oh, the reason it's not being made is because of the Dota 2 card game. No. The only reason that's getting made, it's the same situation as Blizzard. Like with Hearthstone, eight fucking people at Blizzard got together and say, let's make a fucking card game. This is the exact same thing that's happened at Valve. Like probably eight to ten people got together and said, I want to make a Dota card game. Like, yeah, let's do it. And they did it. Half-Life 2 would take the whole fucking <laughs> studio. Or Half-Life 2 Episode 3. The whole studio committed to one cause, and they're not. It's a fractured studio that wants to do different shit. They're not going to make it. I'm sorry. I, I feel like the flat structure means there's no voice. All like, great no, games not. have a, a single director produce a big yeah. voice behind it that goes, this is the focus of the game. And you can't go in a van and be like, all right, I'm doing Half-Life, and here's my thing. Because everyone's going to get onto your vision of it. So flat yes. surface, everyone's gliding, no one's going to do it. It's not yeah. for big games anymore. That's why they don't make big games anymore. That's why, you know, the three VR games are good, probably going to, need to be relatively small in scale. They're not going to be crazy. But simultaneously, you know, they have a lot of money in the Vive, so they have a, a reason to produce that. Outside of that, anything that Valve comes up with is going to be little passion projects within the studio. And sometimes those are really cool. And sometimes it's hats for Team Fortress. Sometimes they're not. <laughs> sometimes it's loot boxes for everything. <sighs> yeah. 
I feel like, like how does a studio even function? Done. It's finished. It's on a server somewhere. And someone's going, how do we add loot boxes to this thing? Yeah. We need, like, oh, we need to add loot boxes. I feel suggesting, oh, well, let's hire outside. Yeah, I'm sorry. You want to hire an outside dev team to make Half-Life 2 Episode 3 or Half-Life 3? Are you out of your mind? People would... Yeah, give, give it a gearbox. To be fair, I'm just saying, fucking opposing forces was excellent, but that was a different gearbox. Yeah, I'd be like, how does Valve even function? Well, it functions because Steam pumps infinite money into <laughs> yeah. them. Just if they it, all come in, have a party. Oh, it's the money machines to making all the money. Brilliant, yes. carry on. Yeah, have some it, cocaine. That's why they had them um, customer services used for years, because no one wanted to fucking do it. It's a flat structure. You have to agree to do it. It took them years to eventually literally hire people for that purpose. Years. Just yeah. like Steam involved. Can I can I throw out the concept that Valve's games were good but not the best thing ever? <gasps> Did I just commit heresy? When that gets gift, I wasn't involved, Internet, okay? <laughs> Guys? Guys? Get back here, you cowardly <laughs> bastards! Oh, this video is not gonna get. I didn't see nothing in it. Twerk me. It's all me. It's all him, guys. I didn't say shit. Valve's Val made some great shit. I, I would it, like to point out that Portal is one of the best games ever made. Nah, that isn't. You mean nah? It's alright. Yeah, it's functionally perfect. Yeah. Nah. That that one level had a bit too much brown. But it's a puzzle game. It can it. never be the best game ever made because it's a puzzle game. It's a puzzle. Yeah, it is. Of course, it's a puzzle game. It's a puzzle game. It's, it's, it's a puzzle game. That's you know game racist. Game. <laughs> what? You've changed. Next TB has finally lost it. He likes BuzzFeed and he doesn't think that Valve is the best. <laughs> crazy, crazy man. You've changed. You used to be cool. Used to be, used to be oh. like puzzle games. They could be the best game of all time. Now, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lovely just that marching just like it's just a circle through like just a puzzle piece uh, yeah half-life yeah. 2 is not the best fps ever made no it's pissy i don't like it well no but... it's not it's good but it's not the nah, best it's, FPS it's, ever it's, made. it's a first person shooter they can never be good first person puzzle games when you see your face first person puzzle game isn't it. yeah but a first person shooter is I don't right. know which of you I should be mad at more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which of you I should disagree with. I, 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 but I'm the parody. You should like me. I, for, I don't what are they blaming the parody? Am I South Park in this? Has the parody become reality? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 are not the best cooperative games ever made. They're pretty good, though. They are uh, pretty good. I don't know about Left 4 Dead, but Left 4 Dead 2 is a goddamn good game. It's good, mm, but it's not the best. a good game. Not the best. TF2 is not the best class-based shooter ever made. No. No, it is not. That goes to, just insert the name of whatever game here, yeah. that you like. Yeah, I'm on your exactly. side. Things I like. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't changed. You lying bastard. You just changed your logo, of all things. You've sold out your soul and identity. I've gone from making eight videos in a week to one, and I come yeah. back. I'm on a fucking month and a half break. Yeah. No, I'm doing different shit. Fuck it. We're gonna go weird. My channel's going weird, man. Oh, it's gonna be great fun. Yeah. I am so proud of you. <laughs> Get weird with it. You need to have that clip of Danny DeVito from Always Sunny's like, I'm getting all somebody get real weird with it. And he just drinks beer. You need to have that. That's your life now. 
I'd like to point out that a lot of people point out that I look like Danny DeVito in Always Sunny. Really? They send me pictures sure. like, yeah, faces that I do, and they're like, you look the same. And I'm like, I don't look anything like it. And I look at the picture, I'm like, oh, shit. I mean, in the face, I guess I see it, yes. The rest, the rest, everything else, not at all. Not even remotely close. I'm actually very short. <laughs> My dad, I got the same first name. Oh! <laughs> What's happened to this podcast? I don't know. Real but, weird with it. But here's a thought. Like, after so long, why is it that we have not had a mod team, sort of a Black Mesa level quality, just come up and make the unofficial Half-Life 2 episode 3? Why because no Valve employs people at the top of a fucking hat. Yeah. And they get absorbed into That's the That's true. Everyone structure. that tries, they just get absorbed into Valve's it. Valve's yeah. structure is now an engine to stop Half-Life being made by <laughs> anyone with any interest in it. They're uh, like, oh, you should come work for us because anyone can hire anyone in Valve. That's how it works. Like, anybody can hire anybody. Yeah. So like, I'm assuming that by, like, uh, here's my bet for, like, many money to charity. I bet by, like, 2070, half the population of the Earth works for Valve. And there's still no Half-Life 3. I don't know. They have to... Valve then becomes Half-Life. Like, Valve itself. <laughs> yeah. becomes... They have to work pretty hard to do that. The way they it... make it, they start the Residence Cascade off. They're like, well, this will make the game. Because yeah, they're a pretty small company, everything. relatively speaking. You know, 300, 400 uh, SKS of employees. And That's a lot of people making hats and loops. <laughs> oh, dear. Damn. Roasted. On <laughs> <laughs> a Dota 2 card game. Roasted. There's like 10 people on that. Come on. What are the rest doing? They can't all be on support. They're all on the phones. Like, if you try to turn it off and on again, that's all of them. Just Steam Dev, just like working on the VR games, doing all the other stuff that Valve does, you know. It's going to be like VR Pong, like three times, just slight variances. No, it's going to be three VR Dota 2 cars. They confirmed that the Dota 2 car game is not one of the three VR games they make it, by the way. Oh. Which actually, you know, and people are like, who would want to play a VR car game? I'm sorry, have you not fucking watched Yu-Gi-Oh? Are you kidding me? Of course. Oh, shit, proper VR Yu-Gi-Oh game. Of course people want to play Dude, that. Dude, I'd be in that. I'd be all about that. I'd summon the shit out of that blue eyes white dragon. Exactly. You're out of your mind if you don't think people want that. Oh, I want dear. that in my life forever. Yeah. Well, I want big state. I want people to sit around and watch it. VR needs spectator modes where you could be in VR and then like watch a thing happening in VR. There's a few games where you do that. Oh, I swear. Well, there's that comedy club game, which is like, you oh. just sit there, you're like, oh, wow, this is the most awkward experience of my life. I want to get up and leave. Oh, I can't. It's not oh, even a God. game, is it? Like, comedy club is literally just, uh, it's a virtual comedy club and people get yeah. on VoIP and say dumb shit and then you boo or applaud and that's it, right? That's it's not really yeah. a game. That's yep. just a VoIP client. I went on there once, and the first one was someone ranting some racist shit. And I was of course like, it okay, was. What else would it possibly be? Uh, mixed <laughs> reality card game would be cool. Yeah, it was called Eye of Judgment on the PlayStation 3. And it was really cool, actually. That mixed reality PlayStation Eye card game where you put the cards down on, on the mat and it, the stuff rose out of it on the screen. It was super cool. Um, that's been done. Real. It's been done. How about you, GFVR? Dude, I want that so bad. There's no way that's not coming. There's no way. That's a, that's a asking. It's a pile of money. They're sitting on a pile of potential <laughs> money. And they should make it. They've got all the cards. They've got all the rules. They've got all that programmed in. Just it's do all it. there. It's all there. It's wanky. Let me buy packs of cards. Let me physically open them and pour them out in VR yes! and then go through them. Of course. That's Put awesome. In my deck. Why oh my god, not? you could do like a Matrix style, like, I need cards. Foomph, and then all your, like, your cards come on. Oh. You can like, go around and pick them off and... No VR Matrix game yet. 
Uh, One last question is sort of a bit off topic because you're the kind of the most VR savvy person on this show, Dan. Yes, I can't tell you what I was doing in VR yesterday. I don't want to know. It was 80 gigabytes of pornography (laughs) I downloaded for a video. The files are really big. I've never been more proud of you. The files are so big. That one's coming out probably around the end of September. I've never been... More proud of you. Here's here's the thing. You know what makes me more proud? So many videos, though, dog. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, then I'd the wall. Unbelievable. I, but off topic slightly. Have you tried the new Killing Floor VR game? I've heard some good <laughs> good things. I've heard very good I, things. The pro- my problem with VR is that everything is terrifying. Yeah. And it, not even a horror game, like that Gorn thing that came out. You can rip oh, the guys yeah, apart yeah, and beat them yeah. out. It scares the shit out of me because there's actually a thing there. That's it's it's a thing coming at me, and it's a thing, and I'm I'm having to desensitize to the concept of just a thing. So having something like this is why I'm really quite terrified about Fallout 4 VR. Because if I go around a corner and a ghoul comes out, not, there's a good chance I'm gonna have a heart attack and die. And then I, that's gonna be my legacy. Is like, oh, that that dude died because of the horror game. Yeah. So I haven't tried any of the any and if if it's if something's coming at me in VR, I haven't tried it yet. But I'm slowly getting myself there. And no porn jokes from the coming at me line. We're not doing that on YouTube anymore. Just yeah, the videos don't really represent the game well because the game's very dark, so that really doesn't help. Like, YouTube looks kind of pants as a result. It's still teleportation movement, but my um, hope with it, because Tripwire is very good at making guns feel good, is that it'll have really good VR gunplay as a result. Uh, Arizona Sunshine does have very good VR gunplay for killing zombies, but if this does a better job, then that's an a- I need to try it out. But I like uh, hot dog torches and hand grenades is the best gunplay on VR. Yeah. Also, I found out that the, if you change the control scheme, because on the, the gun gymnasium, you sort of click and you drag yourself around this gymnasium. So you're like doing monkey bars and you're climbing poles. Oh, and so, stuff, did you say the which, gymnasium? Yes, yeah, gymnasium, because you're shooting targets as well. There's targets that you got to shoot and you're climbing around and stuff. It's a little mode for it. But I found out if you change the control scheme from just like your standard point and click to like a movement one, you get physics as an object. So, if you let go, you drop. But I also found that that means you can throw yourself across the levels <laughs> and cool. start gunning in midair, and you feel violently sick, but it's beautiful. Awesome. And that's the best gunplay in... I'm now, my, my thing I'm practicing is throwing myself in the air, ejecting a gun, and reloading it before I hit the ground. Because you can that's do some do cool fucking shit like in VR. <laughs> if, especially if you like fiddling with guns, and you're yeah. not Polygon, who is apparently terrified of that, then you will love VR. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, it is a beautiful thing. I do. It feels like oh, you should do VR videos. I know. I'm, I'm still building my VR holodeck. Um, we're just. I'm all VR it. at this point, pretty much. It's just it's, VR it's, is I'm, is fun. Another great one. I was playing this. Uh, this past. I think it's the second video that I'm going to be doing when I come back. It's a game called Tiny Town, and you just build a little tiny town. Kind of. Is it from yeah, a god, god perspective kind of thing? Yeah, you, yeah. You can sort of make it. You can be sort of like to their half size sort of people, but you can bring them to like your whole town is like teeny tiny little thing. And so you like you put the little buildings down, but you get the little people who are like Minecrafty sort of blocky people, and you can pose them. And so you can put their arms up, and you can have them just like walking and joining. But you can have stuff hovering in the air as well, so you could literally spend hours crafting these little scenes. Uh, here's the time when a car crashed and killed this pensioner, and she flew what? over there. And okay, that, that got dark real fucking fast. <laughs> I said I'm getting weird. The videos are going weird. My life's going weird. Wait, no, but hold on. What? It's <laughs> not 
you make a scene, not a town. I don't understand. I'm trying to figure. Yeah, it's this. like it's you're making a little town, but it's it doesn't animate in any way. It's like a it's like a diorama. You're just building a little thing, and then you can look and be like, oh, it's a little thing, and it's just a little thing that I do for hours, and it always goes dark. It's Lego, basically. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably the reason I like it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can see why people like that. Do we I... need we need black and white on VR. Giant virtual cow. I can't even handle this. This all the all the reviews are like this is a really fun and exciting game, and all you're doing is placing things. You're yeah, but like stuff. it's it's not just like you don't. I place a little building, and then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna put a little security camera here, and uh, oh, there, where's my? And then put one there, and oh, that's there's a little line of sight here, so I'm gonna slip the little burger guy in, and he's gonna be scaling the wall here, but some money's falling out of his back, and but up the top there's a security guy, and then outside there's somebody who's seen him. Oh, maybe the police are coming. Uh, there's a, a explosion, a suicide. Over there, I, what's happening? Ah. I can't. There's like this one review is like really fun game. Spent an hour and a half perfecting an awesome scene. What? <laughs> what were you doing, kid? It's, I need to know. It's I Lego, know. mate. It's VR yeah. Lego. That's all you need to know. I, yeah, I kind of built like so for the video. I recorded about two and a half hours, and I built like the very basics of a town and a few little bits. Like you spend hours just going. Oh, that needs to be like just there. Okay, we're good now. I'll put the little person there. It's got thousands of snapping options. You can turn everything off and just have everything floating or connected. You can get planes, build airports, racing things. There's whole stands filled with crowds and stuff. There's thousands, like thousands of objects, like little tiny donuts that on you, you just stand as a little donut. You could be like, oh, let's have this police officer get hit by a car and donuts are flying out of his mouth. Or whatever you want. It's probably you probably won't be doing against violent things, isn't he? The darkest years of my adventures. That's what we're going I, I learn new things. <laughs> I learn new things with you every every time we get on the show. All right. Uh, releases. Uh, we're mostly just going to kind of cover the good stuff that came out today because, frankly, there's so much of it, and we're aware that there's obviously still a bunch of junk floating around. And I don't think, like, outside of what's coming out today, there's really, like, much else this week. So... We'll throw in what we know. Uh, we can start with the fact that Mario Cross Rabbids or Kingdom Battle, as they call it, is out on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, I didn't know that was out. I want to yeah, play that. That's a big deal. Absolver, PlayStation 4, Xbox and PC, I think. Windjammers. Yeah. That's on Vita, actually. Vita's getting a game. How wonderful. PlayStation 4, PlayStation what? Vita. Yep. What? V Vita? Yes, yes, yes. Vita, Vita, Vita. I'll, uh, I'll. It's toss... not that Gaifu machine that I've. No, seen no Gaifus, mate. No Gaifus. Uh, uh, toss. I'll toss today's release list at you because there's so much shit in there. Jesse, you pointed out Warriors All Stars, I believe. Yup. So excited. Uh, also, apparently, there's a new. I guess there's like a super duper version of Pillars of Eternity out today. Okay. Like the complete edition. All right. I guess so. Yes, but let's complete PlayStation 4. Uh, Metronomicon actually made its way to PS4 today, which is pretty cool rhythm dancing RPG sort of game. That's kind of neat. Yakuza Kiwami on PS4, which is a remake of the first Yakuza game. That's out. Uh, if you want to play Red Out on PS4 for some reason, it is out. Is that, that game's not on Switch yet, is it? I'm waiting for the Switch port of Red Out. That's a very, very good VR. Uh, not v it is in no, VR. No, it's but... not good in VR. No? It is vomit central in VR. Okay, it's like, yeah. oh, it's like it's the Wipeout one, isn't it? 
Yes. It's, yeah. yeah. It's it's like, oh, let's see what going 200 miles per hour in VR. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good zero G racing game. <laughs> Probably don't play it in VR. Uh, everybody's golf actually on PS4 getting good reviews. I've heard good things about that. If you want a arcadey golf game. Oh. I like Mad Farm. That's a great title. It's Mad actually really Farm. Mad Farm. It's a very serious look at foot and mouth disease in the UK. I don't believe you. Uh, okay. Probably for the best. Not for a second. Ah, let's see. What else is on this list? No, uh, apparently a new game came out today from uh, the creators of Myst. Uh, Abduction? Oh, yes. That's been out on PC for a little while, but this is the PS4 version. Abduction, yes. Uh, that That is it. I've heard good things about it. Oh, bloody hell. Record Definitive Edition, Xbox One. Ah. They've got it right this time. <laughs> I don't believe you either. <laughs> nope. Let's see, Ark Survival Evolved finally made its way out of early access. Not that that really makes much of a fucking difference, does it? Hope they fix the UI. Shantae DLC. Oh, what? Shantae DLC. Get out yeah. of here! I gotta look this up. Shantae's really, really good. Half Genie Hero. Pirates Curse DLC! Yep. Is that true? No, that's an older game. No, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, shut and then the Pirates Curse is older Where's than that. Where's the Half Genie Hero? Is thing? it the Pi uh, Ooh, Pirate Queen's Quest? That's what it's called, yes. Yep, that's out. Let's see. Anything Sonic Mania is on PC. On PC, yes. Uh, including now a new DRM. If you want to wait for the DRM to go away, maybe wait for a few days for them to crack it, and they usually take uh, Denovu off once it's being cracked. Again, why make us cheer for the pirates, you stupid fucks? Denovu. That's what the game should start with. Just have it like the Sega thing. Everyone loves that. So Sega, just Denovu. And there's a. Sonic new... runs past it to make it appear. I'd love that. Oh dear, that's terrible. There's a new <laughs> space fighter game called Starway Fleet, which is out today on Steam, which might be kind of neat. Uh, so if you're looking for. You know, it's in, co in cockpit space fighter game. That might be the way to go. Well, why have you not mentioned Cat Sort of VR? I'm pretty sure there's a reason I didn't mention that. Oh, I've always wanted to sort cats, but I don't have enough. Yes. How can I? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That looks amazing. Oh, my God. There's like cat bits in boxes. Oh, it looks like a That's... game where he plays a serial killer that kills cats. That's awful. That's I love it. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> I love the description. Finally, a Vive Room Scale game where you get to sort cats. Finally! <laughs> I have been waiting so fucking long. Uh, actually, there's a, a game called Kid Apocalypse, which is on the VR, and it's a tower defense game, and it's incredible. Okay. It's a really good game, because you zoom out and everything's small, but when you, you zoom in, it actually scales up with where you are on the map. So if you put your head in, everything gets bigger. And so you get this nice sense of scale and everything. It's really good. It's good fun as well. It's nice tower defense. Uh, I think that's it for today on stuff. I'm hoping I've missed anything. There's so much out today. The noteworthy game on the 31st, as far as I'm concerned, which I've had code for for weeks, I need to fucking play it. Battlestar Galactica Deadlock, which is the tactics game that has a full new canon story of the first Cylon War. It's made by Ooh. Slytherin. It, I, I've, there's a lot of preview footage out there that looks makes it look very, very good. So... I will definitely check that out. Also, on the same day, Warhammer 40k Inquisitor Marta goes on early access. Um, I'm not so keen on the early access thing, but obviously it's a 40k game. It's a Diablo-style 40k game. I do want to check that out. Oh, 
Cool. Survive on Mars is the parado new Paradox Tycoon survival game. That yeah. is also hitting Steam early access on August the 31st by the looks of it. Actually, no, that is... Oh, it's a first-person survival game. It's not Tycoon 1 at all. Wait, this is not the same. It's not Paradox. Huh. Uh, I don't know why I heard of this. All right, well, it's... Yeah, first-person survival on Mars kind of game, which looks kind of neat. Uh, see, there's anything else on the 31st. Uh, if you want to play Azure Strike Gun Vault for some reason, it's on the Switch. League of Evils come to the Switch on the 31st. Um, that's about it, I think. Anything on... Why have I heard of Bannerman? That sounds familiar. Uh, yeah. Bannerman? Yeah. This look kind of cool. Uh, it's a dark medieval action adventure with historical skill-based sword fighting. It's kind of a side-scrolly pixel sort of game. It looks like it's kind of got a Game of Thrones vibe to it called Bannerman. Uh, that looks like it might be all right. August 31st is the release for that. Mm, I don't think it's it. Oh, this is cool. That's neat. There's a port of Lords of Waterdeep, I think, to Steam, D&D uh, board game on the September the 1st. Outside of that, I think that's it. I don't see anything else within the next sort of week that's worth a look, really. What about amazing tower defense? Kill all life on, on Earth. It's I got one review that says, really has to be the most boring tower defense game I've ever played. That takes some, that takes some work. <laughs> oh, bless you. Yeah. Bannerman and Banner World, not the same. Also, uh, Early Access, Sunless Skies, the follow-up to Sunless Sea, is hitting up Early Access tomorrow. And somehow we managed to miss, I knew we'd miss one thing, War of the Chosen is out today for XCOM 2. If you somehow Ooh. hadn't missed that. That, I think, is about it. I hope. There you go. That was a show of some description, I guess. <laughs> It was definitely a show. Definitely Can't a show. This was definitely that. a thing that happened. This is a thing that happened. No one yes. will dispute that this was a thing that happened. It existed. It happened, and it was a thing. Indeed. And it was that interesting. Jesse, what you got coming up over the channel this week? What's oh. going on? My God. Uh so yeah, on the channel this week, more Cox Tees episodes, and um we are slowly approaching the time when another bit of Life is Strange comes out. And we're going to jump back into some older series because the kids demand it and I need to finish stuff up. Um, so that's going to be happening. And uh, I think the next Scary Game Squad is going to be an FMV game, an FMV horror game. That's like a Japanese horror game. So this should be fucking crazy. Uh, and then if people want it enough, we'll go back and check out Observer again and see what's missing there. Uh, also, hey, tomorrow, um, our YouTube Red Show, Good Game, comes out on the Game Grumps channel. Yep. Uh, I would love it if you go check it out. I, I feel entirely inadequate in trying to describe it to you because uh, it is a TVMA show and the trailer is not TVMA. The trailer can show you the things that we are allowed legally to show a wide audience. So um, I would simply say uh, I'd love for you to check out the first episode. It's free on the Game Grumps channel and uh, I love it and I can't, there's a lot of things I can't tell you, uh, especially about people that might show up in it. So I'm just going to wink and say, 
give it a watch. Uh, it's like, you know, a normal 28 minute series. So uh, I'd love it if you check it out. Cool. Dan, uh, God knows what the hell you're doing. Uh, to see if you can tell us. Nothing. I'm back on the 16th of September. All right. Cool. Damn. Nothing. <laughs> I'll come back with weird shit. It will look like I'm having a mental breakdown, but it'll be a high quality mental breakdown. I promise yeah. you that. Always but good to make sure. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing that I like less than a half-assed mental breakdown. Yeah, you gotta commit. If you're gonna, if you're gonna lose everything, you might as well do it properly. Go yeah. crazy. Yeah, you go, It's an activity. You don't just like crazy. Doesn't come to you. You gotta go crazy. You got to go too crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so September sixteenth, I've changed my logo because fuck branding. Uh, that new logo is displayed somewhere. Uh, probably on the YouTube channel. I can't remember. I think I did that this morning. It's been three hours of talking. It's in your Twitter. Uh, it's in on is, Twitter. Hold on, hold on. Did you update it already? Yeah, I did it before the show because I fuck all to announce at the end. Third cubed. Let's that's, see what that's looking like. It's the review. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm. I'm... <laughs> not. I mean, not too shabby. <laughs> Not too shabby. I don't know what it means at all, but not too shabby. Good. Very professional looking. I don't know what it means though. What does it mean? It means I wanted to change my logo because but, fuck it. I'm sick of that logo. I've seen it too what, much. What does it mean though? What does it mean? What does it mean? It means uh, it, it means fighting for dignity in the face of death. It means the taste of a Savoy on a cold morning. It is the, the dew around a chicken's beak. It is love itself. What? <laughs> that reaction's what I'm kind of going for with the shit I'm going to be making. <laughs> Listen, the first video back, it's just, it's, people are going to watch it. And at the end, I kind of don't want them to go, oh, that was good. I want them to go, oh, I hope he's okay. That's the reaction I'm going for. <laughs> See, I don't know. I've been, I've been away for too long. It's, it's gone. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guarantee it features more swearing and offensive. Everyone else is like, I've always wanted to bleep the swear words. I'm like, no, I will swear forever. Oh, my. Thank uh, you, Patreon people, by the way, for supporting. For funding your mental breakdown. Well <laughs> done. Funding the, just to advertise a poison. That's what I'm calling it. It's advertise a poison. Lovely. I'm excited to show it to the world. I hope they monetize it just to piss you off. I will be so fucked up. I put effort in. So much effort. Like, like this is why I'm like, by the third episode, I'm like, All right, I'm going to get titties. Like, I have to go. I can't break rules and I'll do it in a clever way. But I have to be like, <laughs> it's just the, oh, the joke at the end of that video. I kind of watch back and I'm like, oh, that makes me feel unwell. Oh, my. As for <laughs> what's coming up with the channel this week, there'll be things that I, we're drowning in games at the moment. I'm hopefully going to get a Rock of Ages 2 video up tomorrow. That was great. I do want to do more War of the Chosen, but there's a lot to go through there. There are a good few games on Steam I'd like to look at. As for Absolver, I think I need to play more of it. I can't really give a proper impression of Absolver right now. It's, like I said, it's too vague in its direction. I'll work on it. I'll figure it out. Sonic Mania, probably. I mean, I already know what I think of the game, but I do need to check out the PC version just to make sure they haven't broken everything, which is entirely possible. 
And there will be content, there will be streams, there will be videos. Those are the things that happen. Mostly. Every now and again. Mostly. From time, from time to time, time to time. And now, why would I make a video on a Nintendo game? I don't know why everyone thinks that. Make a Mario X Mario. I should do that! Yes! That's advertising I'm poison. a PC gaming channel and I've been that for eight fucking years. I'm not going to change it now, Jesus Christ. Yeah, who would change everything about their channel, right? Exactly. You'd have to be a fucking idiot. Thank you very much for watching the Corruptional Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, what there was of it. Mathis wasn't here the entire goddamn time because he misinterpreted a message we sent him. This show was a great show, wasn't it? We'll be back same time next week. Hopefully, Dodger should be back from her business trip and we'll have a guest of some sort and there'll probably be PAX-related things and everything that goes along with that. Thank you very much for watching the show. We will see you next time. Good Bye. Bye.